We are live. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Grapple FPL. Is that the uh, is that the uh, the name we're going with, JP? We're uh, we're we're, we're, we're voyaging into uh, it. Right Moving off from wrestling. Yeah, we are, mate. I, well, I, I've been teasing this for a while by doing those Marvel and Star Wars reviews as well. But yeah, no, straight into it at this point. Uh, our second podcast of the day, as uh, as Christ mm. intended, and yeah, um, big weekend of FPL to, um, to talk about. But what I the title is, God knows. Give us suggestions, folks. <laughs> I'm calling it more a hangout than a than a podcast. You know, not, not being held to those uh, strict standards. But you know, if we're uh, we're going to be doing it, we need a uh, we need an FPL uh, stato with us, and we've got a. Uh, the man himself, Mr. Chris Lanay, great bash heel on uh, on Twitter, as you can see in the in the lovely fancy banner there. How are you, Chris? Mate, are you happy to? Uh, you missed the XG on this uh, on this stream. That's the plan. I'm the only man that knows what XG is, so yeah, I can understand <laughs> that. So, <laughs> I've got my uh, stat sheets. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I've got my stat sheets and the websites open, so I can hopefully answer anything that does crop up at some point. But yeah, pleasure to be here. See how it goes. I'm uh, dreading the uh, the downfall this year after a. Fairly good last year. I'm uh, hoping to hit the heady heights of 90k again, but we'll see how it goes. So you're you're like me, like I like I mean I had an Everton season ticket like years gone by, and you know I have been super into like actually watching footy, but I think the numbers on a screen and like I don't know, there's something about FPL that appeals to me where it's like I do watch the matches, but I'm not even watching them for fun anymore. I'm just literally watching them for stats. But I don't think you even go that far. No, I probably watched less than 10 games last year. If, and, and like most of those were live, and prob- was it FPL? Yeah, I just I just don't watch football. It's more interesting to follow it through FPL and stats and stuff than it is to watch stuff live. I'm, I go to see because I live in Stockport. Like go to see them a few times. I went to Anfield for the uh, the derby because I got offered a ticket on the day, but I don't really watch TV uh, like on TV or anything like that. I just uh, get the information through websites and reports and stuff like that, and work off it from there. The great FBL content creators, which we will not be. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, the crack that we're, we're definitely not, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yes, Jamesy, obviously uh, with us as well. If you're expecting Jamesy, any of those XG, XG nonsense, it's not coming from me, I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, you actually watch the footy, Jamesy. That's why that's your job, not mate. That's your going to be job, job on these uh, these streams. The actual uh, the actual football watcher. That's you. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I'm a football fan indeed, yeah. Um, I tell you, FPL is a great thing when you're sitting at home, say on a Monday night, and the Monday night game mm. is something like Wolves against Burnley, and you're like, "Ah, oh, fuck, I'm not watching that." And you're like, "Oh, but I've, I've got, I've got Vout Veghorst up front. I have to watch Wolves versus Burnley." And all of a sudden, <laughs> that match becomes very, very important. Or even, even the guy you're playing against in the draft league. He might have a player from mm. Burnley, and the whole the whole result hinges on his player. So, like, this is a great way to make very, very mediocre football suddenly very interesting, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. And it was like you were with me, like during the, uh, like during like the height of the the pandemic and stuff. Like, like how much was this just a lifeline? Footy in general, oh, but yeah. FPL, like just as like a hobby to have, wasn't it? Right. And it was great the way they scheduled it in that no match was on concurrently. So literally, mm-hmm. there was matches mm-hmm. all the time. Like even like, like there was random times. Like it'd be a Thursday and there'd be a six pm kickoff. It was brilliant. Like it was, I kind of wish they kept the schedule like that. It was really good. I've one here mm-hmm. for JP. Can yeah, you see my jersey, JP? I had to wear oh, a jersey. <laughs> Has it? Tell the, oh. t- tell the thousands of listeners what jersey I'm wearing. 
you're you're wearing you're wearing a Waterford jersey there. The, 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 the great man that you are, and I, I know there's there's big news in Waterford hurling today, but. Maybe one day we'll do a hurt that we should be doing the hurling fantasy cast. You've got to pay for that, which on principle I don't really want to take by. Does it really Overall, exist? happy play a draft league for money. <laughs> I'll DM you later about that, JP. <laughs> Uh, well, and also uh, joining us, uh, I, I say, you know, we, obviously JP, a uh, big Arsenal fan, James, he's a big United fan, uh, Andy, Mr. Rochdale, you get to a game or two, so, you know, you're bringing the uh, the real-life uh, element to this too, not just uh, me and Chris talking numbers on spreadsheets. Yes, it's season ticket holder, um, been watching him for about, bloody hell, 34 years now, I was there Tuesday night, we got a 2-0 win against Burton Albion in front of 1,600 diehards, Uh yeah, just great to see us get a victory. Um, on the fantasy football front, bloody hell, I think I used to run a fantasy football league um, maybe for about 10 years running. So mm. it, it wasn't through all like the you know the FPL side, so we get it from the uh, Daily Mirror. You know when you used to do the <laughs> fantasy football in, the, in newspapers oh, yeah. and have to call them up and what have you? So we used to take the league from um, the Daily Mirror and um, it was like two, I think it. we started off like a quid a week, like everyone round work, and obviously there were people near the, like halfway through, like if they were near the bottom, they'd ah, pull, pull out straight away. But we, I think the biggest prize pot we had was about nearly 700 quid for winner. Um, but, That's but, a bit of a kick but, in the teeth, isn't it? Yeah, but the um, actual point scoring I had to do myself, so just I was there with four sheets every weekend, and if I missed it, I had a couple of people checking me marking at work. work. <laughs> so, so if there was like a couple of points missed here and there, there was. I, I think even if like a goalkeeper scored, we won't give points or anything. Or they'd be up, they'd be uproar for a couple of days around the warehouse. <laughs> yeah, because I not got a few points on. But yeah, no, I thank God I'm out of that game, and it's all. Uh, Computerized online now. Oh yeah, I, uh, uh, I was just going to say I originally did one that was in the uh, used to be in the Telegraph and you used to have to send off your transfers in the post. And yeah, like, that used to be the big one. <laughs> but like, there could be three days in between you sending the letter off and it getting there, and there's some like yeah. somebody gets injured in between. It. It's just uh, <laughs> it's such a nightmare of a time. But yeah, and um, what's it? Connor, Connor puts there. Um, oh, I bet if you won, you got a right ooh ha handy. So with that, there, there was generally about twenty teams in, and there was me and another lad, Craig, who, who'd have like five teams each, but we'd pick them for different people. So, um, like one season, oh, I'd have the like the top three, but none of them were actually my team. And the one year, one lad won six hundred quid of it, and you know what I got out of it, winnings wise, jack all. Eagles and mums. We used to play it like me and my cousins would do the same thing. Like me, me cousin John had organised like the, uh, the the league, and he'd always win because he was the one who took it more seriously. And we'd accuse him of cheating because he was doing the points and stuff. But we were all we, we'd do it based on like it'd be like you know the player points in the uh, in the back pages of the mirror or uh, or whatever. The, the more innocent days, you know. Like I, I was the same as well. I play the ones in the papers that you could send off. But to me, it was very much set and forget. You did your team at the start of the season, mm. and then 
Oh well, like half your players played at different clubs or were a bit injured for half the season by the end. I was, uh, I was made up when uh, when real FPL came up. Have you been playing it as long as me, James? Are you like a you like long term? I know Gareth is. I like a of our lot. Like I've been playing since like 2008, I think something like that. Yeah, my 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 history under my current login goes back to about ten years, but like I only started properly seriously playing the pandemic season. And up until then, I was the classic player who'd make a team in August, check in for about three weeks, realize mm. it wasn't going well, and then just forget about it. Like when I, I remember being <laughs> a student and being in the library, like and fiddling around with it, and like everybody, all everyone in our class would be all mm. into it for the first week. By about the fifth week, there was maybe one guy who was really good into it, miles ahead of everybody else, and then it was just like all, all my ranks there are like a mi- are like millions, 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 and then suddenly started taking it seriously two years ago, and it gets a little bit better, yeah. But like I, I even remember like back home in Waterford, like like you guys, that the newspaper one was in the Irish Independent, and you, oh, yeah. you had to phone in, and each yeah. each player each player had a code. That you had to type in on the phone, and it was so tedious. Like it, it took about half an hour, and it was also a premium rate phone line. So, like my yeah, mom would get the phone bill at the end of the month. Like, what the fuck is this? This call for 40, 40 euro. Like, and I was like, oh yeah, that was my fantasy league team, which I also then completely forgot about and, and abandoned, and never took any attention to again. Anyway, like, so, like so yeah, the, the te- I agree with you, Andy. The technology is great now. Just to have it all done for you. Yeah. Just speaking on those uh, ghost ship teams uh, that generally get called, um, last year there was somebody who hadn't didn't touch their team all year, and up to um, like the mid mid season they were they ended up in like the top thousand. They just hadn't made a transfer all year. It was a, I don't know how <laughs> it fell off. Well, somebody found it like when they were scrolling through, but yeah, yeah it is possible to have a. I can yeah, James Justin uh, stuck into that team. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that, that's what happened to me because last, like, I thought I was going to be a ghost ship because last year I was one of the uh, the people who uh, who got hacked. Uh, luckily, I got dead lucky because I got hacked by like the, it was like that Hunger those Hungarian hackers who were using one of the uh, the FPL sites to uh, to borrow. Uh, I think it was a uh, hub stealing their username and uh, and passwords <clears> and uh, and sung me for a week. But luckily, I got hacked the week I'd actually pulled the trigger on my wild card. So while I didn't end up with like. You know, loads of like minus points or anything like that, and it damage was actually quite limited when I got my team back the next week. Like the team was nothing that I wanted, so I ended up spending like twenty points on transfers. And I think Gareth worked out at the time if I'd have just left it, I'd have probably been like fifty thousand paces higher up by the end of the season. But I wanted my team to be my team, not some uh, Hungarian hackers team. But I'm realizing as I say this, it could have been uh, much worse. No offense, Andy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think about 890 points I got taken off me in the end. Which, what what an absolute shitter. Thank God they brought that to, um, you know, the two-way authentication in this season. There's also uh, a limit on how many points you can have in the negative on a certain week. I think you can only be like 150 points, uh, minus 150 points or something now. So Mm. it's uh, clawable back if, uh, if it does happen. Yeah, that's. I think there's, pe- there's people out there, isn't there? Like you've always loved this JP that like people can like the people who have like their own mini league. It's like who can get the least points. So people are literally rather <laughs> yeah, than trying to win trying FPL, to they're trying to lose it. <laughs> I love that. I did. I tried. Where I, I was trying to put in a side that was just an all Irish squad in there, and and to be honest, it couldn't be done. When you're picking Dan <laughs> Byrne 
from Newcastle simply based on a misspelling of his surname, then you know that you're kind of like done for, really. And then he was like, I'll put Troy Parrott in next day off to Preston on loan. I was like, of course. Like, like Jesus Christ. I, I put if it was 1994, I, you would have got a good team, JP. Mm. Oh, mate, we were... It would have been like half of Liverpool and Man U yeah. at that point yeah. in time. Yeah. It would have been, it would have been an awesome side. Oh, Dennis Irwin. Did you see that? And the like. During, um, I don't know if you played it, Chris, like during uh, lockdown when the, literally there was no Premier League either. And like somebody had like a game of champ, it was like fantasy champ man. I know Planet FPL were massively uh, involved in uh, in that where they were literally they would somebody was running a, a champ man save somewhere and they were just playing off. That. I don't know what year it was. It was, it was like the nineties. I think it was like ninety four, ninety five, something like that. And people were like pick picking all these great like these great pickups. So I can't remember what year it was. Maybe it was a bit later because I think I remember Bear Campion in the uh, in the oh yes. yeah probably like ninety nine two thousands probably mm. that sort of era. Mm. But, love that. Love that creativity. You know, keeps the uh, keeps the uh, the community going. <laughs> but, yeah, it's definitely it's been a lifeline for me. I feel like the last uh, last couple of years or so, and it's, it's one of them. And it's JP, like we the amount of times we bore people on a. Uh, on grapple shows where we've uh, we've thought it's really interesting talking FPL, and we've definitely got like our our, our league on a uh, on, on the FPL site pretty big these days. You've got a good chunk of listeners who are into the FPL talk, and there's definitely, unfortunately, probably there's definitely people out there who are just like, why are these lads going about and about? Like, it's not even funny. They're talking about. <laughs> Thank God for timestamps, folks. There's timestamps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to talk about New Japan anymore, Ben. Also. Our day job is uh, if I do. Do you reckon there is anyone from the FPL community listening to this? Yeah, we're wrestling people. Sorry if, uh, if some of these uh, <laughs> references go over people's heads. Uh, but yeah, we've. Uh, just, just You'll learn what IWC picks are soon enough if you stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get Matty to call in at some point. He needs to. Uh, Call in. I've told you need to get some uh, advice on that uh, on that team of his. But yeah, we did a uh, a draft league uh, last week. Uh, we got a, a few of the, the lads from the draft league. I think are in the chat and might uh, might dive in a, a little bit later when we uh, we get to that as well. But yeah, I just thought it'd be fun to uh, to jump on, chat some mm. uh, FBL once a week. Keep it nice and casual, I reckon. JP, you know, we'll uh, yeah. set, set, schedule these streams once a week for for nine or so. It might be all, you know all five of us. It might be a you know, a different uh, group of us uh, from our uh, from our grapple league. It might be more of us. It might be less of us. You know, it's a FPL club. I was I was going to initially like branded FPL anonymous and make it like an FPL addicts group where like us lonely men come together and go. I've been an FBI addict for like nine years or something. But those it might be offensive. I don't know. I think FPL club's probably a better name. Come on, mate. I'm on step two of my twelve step recovery. <laughs> getting out of FBI and I've only been playing it for two years yeah you weren't asked about it until we uh, Mate, graduated I couldn't be asked about this in fairness a global pandemic happened and all live sport was then taken away from me and it was the easiest thing to be kind of interested in and then and then the, the fever hits you don't you and then all of a sudden like you're thinking to yourself I need to make that on and transfer now because it's going up isn't it and, and thank God for everyone else who's following in, in the meantime for that kind of chat that I imagine we'll get into there as well. But no, it's a, it's, it's a godsend and it's also like a ruination because if Arsenal beat teams now, there's like, it's always tinged with that bit of sense of, oh, why did I have Matty Target in this week? You know, yeah, well, that didn't happen last year. Didn't occur. But that's, that's, that's the kind of dangerous line when you're crossing sort of reality, reality and fantasy. It took the edge off that five nil defeat that United suffered to Liverpool there last season. Was it was it Salah got three, three goals and one assist or two goals and something? I was like, 
at, at least some good came out of it anyway. Oh, and like, you do feel bad for it, though. Yeah, you, you do. You feel dirty, but at the same time, then you look at your score and you're like, well, look, at least something could happen today, you know? Yeah. <laughs> What's the club's ever done for us, mate? <laughs> exactly. Arsenal haven't done a think, lot for me. I've given them quite a bit. <laughs> I was thinking about footy. Like, this might be controversial, JP, but I'm like, what are we actually all fans of? It's like, the manager changes, <laughs> the player changes, they'll move grounds. Like, are we just attached to the kit? Is that what it is? Like, it's the, kit. <laughs> what is, it's like the actual thing that you support, and that's, like, consistent over that time. The other fans, that's kind of it, isn't it? Yeah. Or in my case, just keeping an eye on every young Irish player in Europe. Like just as some sort of bizarro world stalker project where a young lad going from Wolfsburg to NAC Breda on loan is like, that's a big deal to me. Uh, but it's like, yeah, it, it ultimately the football, the, the football starts to become secondary to it. Well, it's strange. We'll go through probably like some, you know, the games that are coming up this weekend and it's hard not to go into them without doing some element of football prediction as well. Hmm. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's what we'll do. We'll go through like uh, our, our points from the uh, from the previous uh, from previous week, which is uh, game week one. This time out, or uh, high score in uh, game week. I, think. I was going to say Lindsay's far too smart for us there. I was going to say triggers broom. I mean, it's the same concept. But yeah, we'll go through the uh, the points we uh, we all got in it in game week one, as well as like uh, <laughs> some of the results. So we will touch on uh, on some forty. Thought we go through some of our our transfer plans and uh, Andy's uh, on a wild card aren't you mate so we'll uh, carry on <laughs> just burn shit one day <laughs> we, game week two wild cards love it uh, but, thinking yeah. about this team for a, for two months and he's just gone eyes bollocks <laughs> what happened <laughs> what happened what happened Andy um, what happened Man City are playing Bournemouth second week that's what's happened <laughs> I mean that's, that's not new news though is it <laughs> no 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 <laughs> Well, just announced it. <laughs> it's one of them. You you, you think you just want more, mate? And a commissioner comes out and says, "I'm putting Harland up against the Brighton def- the Bournemouth defence." You're going eleven on eleven with Bournemouth, brother. Kevin Nash versus the new blood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but no, it was one of them. Uh, there's players in there. What I did have Rashford, for instance. Man United players have got to go, aren't they? So, uh, yeah, I think what you you think going into it, you think you want one transfer, and then you you look at it like, oh, City could get double clean sheets here. And I've stuck like Edison, and um, I've, I already had Diaz, who's on me, who's on me, who was on my bench, but I've I've stuck him in. Um, yeah, got Jared Jared Bowen in midfield. Um, we've got Nottingham Forest away, and then like two or three more easy matches. Um, who else have we got? Who else have we put in? Now, can't we jack out? You are Andy. Before we get to that, this is this yeah. is where you're. Uh, this was the, this is what happened. This is what was, and I don't think you actually did that bad. Like, no, you, you, you beat me. Seven so. points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never happy. Never happy. Well, with that first, with that first week. Score from so Allison. I thought Liverpool's defence looked shaky for about a good sixty minutes of that match before Darwin Nunes come on. Um, like Van Dyke, we were all over the shop. He was like an option, maybe putting in this week. Like 
he'll come, he'll come good. He's always a top, you know, point scorer. But I think Edison's more. Man City look more steady. Now, it's funny, I weren't saying that after the charity shield. I thought, oh, City look all over the show as a defence. Oh, it's just just funny how football can change in a, in a week. Uh, mm-hmm. Alexander-Arnold, yeah, typical yeah, performance. Yeah, he got, he got forward, but um, not much there. Reese James, I think they all got well. A lot of people got points from Chelsea's defence, didn't they? There were some like doubles and triples. I think mm. like the top teams on the site. Mm. Um, but he's definitely. I think even though they've got Tottenham this week, he's going to be one you know to keep him because they have got a good run of fixtures after after Spurs, mm. and I don't think he's going to be uh, moved out of the team. I did, I did hear some previews saying, or oh, Tuchel saying he's. He's not really that fit, but he still had a lot of the crosses and like um, like touches last week, so he can't be doing that bad. Um, Zinchenko, he, he looked he looked cracking going forward, but nothing at the back for me mm. against uh, Palace. But he's he's going to be a popular signing for Arsenal. Him, they were, they, well, they were singing that bloody um, Spandau Ballet gold tune to him in the first half for a good ten minutes. Mm. I even I was singing along on the couch to that one. Good chanting, yeah. Arsenal fans. Um, what's it? The uh, it's the away fans, mate. Don't don't rely on the home lot to be delivering on that. Oh no, <laughs> absolutely not. Anyway, it's always the case with football fans. All the all the singers are away games. It's like when you go, especially at Rochdale, when you go an home game. It's like get it up the pitch. Fucking useless, Dale. <laughs> Um, what's it, Rashford? It worked the rash erection like I expected. He, he supposedly had one back. Yeah, that's shot. the one with. Yeah, he, he had. Yeah, one shot on target, but United at the moment you just don't you don't touch them, do you? With the way they are, um, Jamesy. I'm, sure, I'm sure James will say more on that. <laughs> Yeah, I, um, I, I, I'm just looking at your team. You know, you did you got 67 points, which is like kind of in the you know average was 57. I think yeah. most it's a it's one of those like you gave me ranks two million, but like I've got they got about 10 more points, and I'm not really that much higher than that. It's like it's game week one, so it's you know it's one of those. I think rank kind of goes out the mm. window, but and I I kind of like you're giving me one team. I, I wouldn't mind having Zinchenko over uh, mm. over my uh, Arsenal defender of choice, Ben White. You know, you got Salah in there. Kane, I suppose, uh, had to go. Yeah, you've probably done the uh, the smart thing yeah. uh, on that, that as far was, as at least who's been swapped to. That was the one on Sunday, weren't it? I think I was way up there, like in every league I was in, and then switched switched on my phone because I were at the wrestling, watching uh, Gene Gene Money yeah, suck the life out of a building, um, <laughs> and then just say, "Oh God, Ireland, Ireland's got two goals," and like look at live FPL, and I'm like eighty some at like. Good God, what's going on here? What's going on here? Um, it, was, it was always going to be one of them things, weren't it? Because like, you think Tottenham naturally had the easier fixture against Southampton. Uh, but when you see them, oh, like 1-0 down, like, oh, God, what's going on here? And then all the next four scorers were all ones who you, ne- you never would have expected in month for Sundays to score. But Kane's had that issue, like in the past, where he's a notoriously slow starter and don't score till September. But the last like couple that. of seasons, he's been he's been all right. Um, 
Yeah, just to, just say about uh, well, Jack Harrison I mentioned, he, like he's done well under this this manager last few games. I, I think they said he scored three in the last six, got a few assists. So he's a cheap one to keep in at six million at the moment. Salah, you know what you're getting points. Um, Dominic Solanke, I thought I've got to have something different. Really, you know. I didn't really fancy Mitrovic, um, like first game at season against Liverpool, and obviously he's got, he went and put two in the net. Um, Solanke had like scored plenty of goals in the Championship, like twenty-seven goals, and it uh, mm. just signed a new contract. He'd be Bournemouth's main striker, and yeah, just didn't didn't produce a good. So um, I think I've got well, I've got shut of him. Uh, Jesus. Um, well, as soon as that first game finished, I think six like six hundred managers just transferred him out straight away. But if they watch the, if they watch the game, he was like one of the best players on the park. Even like Jamie Carragher was going over the top about him, saying just he just looks sharp. He's going to score quite a few goals, and maybe he's like, like maybe should put one or two away. But with Arsenal, he's one with Arsenal's run of fixtures, you know. Probably, probably keep on the side of. I were, I were tempted um, to go with um, Darwin Nunes, but mm. because Liverpool have got um, Crystal Palace this weekend, who are generally a bit of a bogey side for Liverpool. Um, it's maybe. Well, I put my nose. Probably keeping to about week four or five um, when maybe thinking putting Darwin in for um, Jesus. Um, Bench though it's pretty much pretty much the same. Elliot Ward four million, Pereira the the I the IWC um, of Andreas and Nico Williams. And I put that um, uh, well, I got rid of um, Solanke and put that Durfusog glue in for Brentford. He's four and a half million. He looked like yeah. he got an assist last weekend, so might as well plonk him on the bench for now. But uh, yeah, I was being. Being contrarian there, Andy, a lot of talk about what if this, uh, what if this team bangs in uh, in week two? You know, maybe we can do a uh, a point comparison of your uh, your week one team and your week two team. I don't know. Would you have our cards out of that, uh, Chris? What do you reckon? I don't think I would have. Uh, looking at that, I mean, the only <clears throat> two sticking points for me are three consistent strikers, where I just don't think you get enough returns from strikers to warrant playing three consistently, because mm. uh, like a midfielder or a defender having a an average game will get more points than a striker having an average game. Uh, the other bit would be the lack of an eight million midfielder for the, you know, movability around that price point. But the rest of it seems perfectly fine. There's not. I wouldn't. I, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't have moved out of that. I don't think. I think the Harrison one was a good pick. I, I wasn't really expecting him to do much. Uh, Diaz's number uh, three on your bench is a very odd call. Um, yeah, that was last he, week, Chris. That one. I've had was he was he playing when he was all right? Okay. Yeah, it was it was it was one of them. I wanted to fit more of in midfield and attacking than that because I thought, oh, Man City against West Ham, mm. probably a tough game for City. So that's why I kept with just um, three at the back, where I thought, oh, they'll get like clean. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'd have had him as number one on your bench though, even uh, like Williams. But, like, even if you weren't playing him, sort of thing. But um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't have uh, gone out of that. I don't think it's it would have been a bad team going into week two. You could have just 
transferred Kane to Haaland and then just moved on from there. That's what I would have done. I mean, that's what I've done this week. Yeah. I think, I think that, those, uh, that was the initial. Um, like, uh, yeah, I, I did it. Uh, <laughs> I think I did it about 6pm on Sunday as soon as... Um, <laughs> hey, mate. Because uh, I've got the um, the fantasy football fix uh, app on my phone. As soon as it started going to like eighty percent price rise, this is going to happen tonight. I was like, I'll get it done now. <laughs> I, did, I mean, I've got I had point uh, five in the bank anyway because I only did ninety nine point five on my team, so I would have been able to make the change either way. But mm. might as well beat the price rise before it happens. But yeah, I, I don't see the need uh, to, to transfer out because I I'm actually thinking of moving Saka down to Martinelli as a, mm. a long-term kind of plan mm. in my team. Because um, I think Martinelli and Saka will probably get a similar amount of points, it looks like. And obviously, with Martinelli being a lower price point, it'll be beneficial to use that money elsewhere. But then the thing is, with Tierney coming back, does that move Zinchenko forward down the left, which then means to Zinchenko and Martinelli share that time in that spot? So mm. it's a couple of weeks to figure out what's going on with the Arsenal, but I'll probably have a uh, a wild card to use by the time that that's kind of the dust has settled there. I think I think one of the issues I had, Chris, like like using my wild card this week, because I, fa- I tried to find a way of sticking De Bruyne in, because hmm. he generally does well at home games for City, and it was ending up like with four million pound defenders here, like, you know, Patterson, Everton, and uh, hmm. foul for West Ham, and I found myself like looking at it and thinking, what would I do for like week three and week four? Because I'd be stuck with these four million pound defenders, and there wasn't there wasn't much room for manoeuvre. Maybe I've like folding in there, but you can't trust whether he's going to be playing over Mares or Grealish. I know he played he played the first game, so I just think I, I, I went for. You know, a solid team that you know, like putting Bowen in against Notts Forest, which uh, mm. I think I think you know he should get some points and shots there. Um, yeah, I can see that. It just feels like you're not going to be able to do this every week and change the whole team. So if you're targeting teams that are going to your players that are going to do well in week two, are they going to do well for the remainder now? Because you've got to go all the way through till. Uh, the break until the World Cup break now without being able to make a mass edit to your team. Yeah, I think I think though with with the team I have got, I will keep it easily up until you know that the end at the end of August. So like week four, week five. So I don't think yeah. there's much room where I will make a transfer. Maybe one I'm keeping my eye out on is uh, Wilfred Zaha from Crystal Palace. When they get the better games in about week four, week five, he's maybe one to take out for um, Harrison or Bowen. But you know what? Them, them two might be doing um, very well. Um, others I looked at was uh, Corney for West Ham, um, who was excellent at Burnley. What well, probably one of the best players I saw live last season uh, for Burnley up against uh, Rochdale in the League Cup. He was just rapid but it's whether he'll get you know a lot of first team opportunity with Burnley and uh, the number one I've spotted is back on the 20th of August for Brentford Sergi Canos who's who's um, an attacking midfielder down as a defender um, he might be one to put in your team in uh, about four or five weeks time one to keep an eye out on what do you reckon yeah. on it in the uh, ejector seat for Rashford there, uh, Jamesy? Uh, United players out. Yeah. The, uh... 
is, is that a good uh, is that a good well, rule of thumb uh, go forward? Definitely, because I all summer from the very first draft I did all summer, I had Rashford in because mm. like, the, the thing with him is six, six point five is a serious price. Like he would normally be the nine to ten bracket, mm. and if you look back at his his goals and assists for not last season but the two seasons before. He's something like 30, 35 goals plus assists in both of those seasons. So he's a high-scoring player. And then in my final few drafts, I just got cold feet and I thought, I don't know what way this mm. um, Ten Hag reign is going to start. They have a, they had some sticky fixtures. The first five for United are sticky enough. Like there's, there's the Brighton game, there's Liverpool in game week three. And I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll keep an eye on Rashford. If he gets a couple of returns in the first few weeks, he's one you can bring in easily because he's at a good price. But like, Jesus Christ, after watching that game on Sunday, <laughs> I, I just I wouldn't go near any of them, to be honest. The, the defenders, you're not going to get clean sheets. The attack looks like a bit of a mess. Um, the midfield was never any good. So like, yeah, for, for me, big pass. There's, 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 there's so much other value. There's so much other value in other teams that there's no point in in taking a chance on United yet. I, I do think they will improve because I do think it's the first time in years that they actually have a, a proper coach actually working with them on the training pitch week in, week out. So I do mm. think things will get better from that point of view, but definitely a wait and see for sure. I say that's a big note on your team, James. You got the uh, the same points as uh, as Andy game week one out, uh, sixty seven uh, all out. No United players in sight, smart man. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad I got cold feet on Rashford. Like, but like, what I was surprised by because, like, I got 67 and I was pretty chuffed with myself. And I went onto the website. I was thinking maybe, maybe I'll be like 400k, 500k. I was like, Jesus, tough, tough year this year. Like mm. one point, one point nine million after what I thought was a very solid start. Like, I, I, I wonder, is it that? So many more people are so tuned in now. Mm. There's so many podcasts. There's so many content creators. The, mm. There is definitely a more of a template now like that, that it's, it's going to be harder than ever to, to kind of rank highly, I think. Yeah, I think especially um, Salah and Haaland both banging will have helped because cash were like, uh, I always kind of hate the term casual fan, but like people that just kind of put a team together, I guess, would have, you'd, you'd naturally lean towards having at least Salah or Haaland in the team, the if not names, both. Like, yeah. And then, yeah, so that's instantly, what, 44 points for your team and then the rest only have to do kind of well. And, I mean, we discussed last week, it's easy to put a lot of the premium defenders in your team. So even if you just go for a big name in each position, you've got, you know, probably uh, Reese James or whomever and then Salah and then Haaland, you're already on 50-odd points and then you only need to make all the rest elsewhere, I suppose. Well, what, going through your team, Jamesy. Um, yeah, do you want to run us through uh, how your game week went, mate, mate? Overall, yeah. So, like, um, it's it's. I suppose it's in inverted to use an IWC bit of terminology. It is a fairly template <laughs> template team, I suppose. Um, <laughs> a, a late move I made on Friday. I had Perisic in my team actually, and then the, the news came out from a pretty reliable Spurs source that neither he nor Doherty were going to start the game. So yeah. I switched out um, Perisic and brought in Trippier instead, uh, which which paid off great in the end. Like so, it was like a, a clean sheet and a bonus point from himself. Um, Cancelo, um, he's he's one to watch. Seven points, got the clean sheet this week, but definitely a more restrained performance from him. I thought against West Ham, like he, they were doing that thing where 
the the two fullbacks kind of invert and tuck in to kind of play as as a kind mm. of three man midfield when they have the ball. So like I, I remember last season he was nearly playing like as a number ten at times. He was up right up on the edge of the box taking shots, assists all the time. Just might watch him in terms of are the attacking returns maybe go to like they, like he'll always get the clean sheets because it's Man City, but will the assists still come this season with him? So like you know if if that started to drop, you, you could maybe transfer him out and go for someone like maybe Kyle Walker or Diaz and still get the clean sheet points, but have a few extra million to play with. Um, Reese James, seven points, same as Andy had him. Um, I thought Chelsea looked solid, but there's there's something to watch with Reese James as well. There's a little bit of talk that maybe they're playing Spurs at the weekend. Yeah. And I heard, um, I was listening to a, I think it was Planet FBL podcast today, and they had a guy who's a Chelsea fan on, and he thinks that maybe they might play Reese James in the back three this weekend um, to counteract Sun's pace. And like, if that becomes a regular thing, then again, you don't have him bombing down the wing anymore. Like, like I really wanted to get Chilwell actually all summer. I wanted Chilwell and it was only kind of this, these injury problems that kind of held me back from getting him. Um, so yeah, something to watch with him. Matty Cash, mm-hmm. one point like Villa did not. I thought for sure Villa would beat mm-hmm. Bournemouth and probably get a clean sheet there. Like that was a bit of a disappointment. Um, the Trent one-pointer, like he's one that you'd be kind of banking on again, like a newly promoted team in the first game, thought that he'd do a little bit better. Um, Ramsdale, I was happy with Ramsdale because I think goalkeeper was a really kind of a, yeah. a difficult one. Like I, 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 I didn't kind of racked, Yeah, I, I racked my brains all summer. I, I was 4.5. Will I go for one of the premium ones? I, I thought like the 5.5 was still a little bit too much to spend on a goalkeeper. So... At the end, I thought Ramsey was kind of the safe bet. Like Arsenal's first, Arsenal have the, f- the best fixtures, I think, in the first eight, if you look at how they mm-hmm. kind of plan out in terms of quality and that kind of thing. So, yeah, got, mm-hmm. got the clean sheet there. Then Salah, captain, the obvious one. You know, it's <laughs> it's a bit of a kind of a bittersweet one, isn't it? When, when you have Salah and he goes off and he gets a big score and it's a bit like, great, like, but that's not going to get me... It's not going to bring yeah, me up anyway because again. everybody has him. If anything, it might bring you down if he does well. You know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> and he didn't even play that well this week. I didn't think it was like it was like that's, a that's not a jammy again. twelve yeah. pointer, but you know, it yeah. wasn't a, like a classic <laughs> Salah. Oh, great! I'm really confident that yeah. you know the, the the few naysayers that are out there about him. You know, at the tail end of that last season, and you know, a lot of people going without Salah in, in general. Um, Going forward, that's a crazy, crazy plan by by anyone's book. Well, I don't know. Like it wasn't like it. I mean, it's still most Salah, isn't it? So, like, I'm sure he's going to be uh, absolutely fine. But wasn't a classic Salah performance for uh, for those twelve points. And that's why he's such a great asset because like he can be crap and still mm-hmm. he can get a penalty or he can nick an assist. But um, mm-hmm. like one thing I always noticed about Salah is that I always found he played better for Liverpool when Mane wasn't in the team. And the fact that they don't have Mane at all anymore, I, I think. If anything, he's going to be he's going to be more their talisman. That like, especially I think they're going to ease Nunes in a little bit, um, which means Firmino is going to play, and Firmino is not a goal scorer. So like, the burden of goal scoring, I think maybe for the first six to eight weeks is going to fall very much on Salah. Like, so mm. if if I didn't have him, I it, the main reason I went with him is I just could not even think about the stress of not having him and having to watch Liverpool every week in, in, in hoping that he wouldn't return and knowing in my heart of hearts that um, he's probably going to return, you know. Uh, Luis Diaz is the one in my team that I'm I'm still iffy about. And, and like, I, I look back and I'm not... 
I wonder should I have put Saka in instead because he was the mm-hmm. same price. Like like Diaz is a brilliant player, like mm-hmm. as in footballer, and he's a great player to watch. But I don't think it's established yet that he's a great FPL asset. I, I think there's a difference between being a really good player and being a really good FPL asset. Like he he could terrorize a fullback for an entire game, but not get a goal or an assist. And you can come away from the match saying, "God, he was man of the match." But in FPL, it could be a two pointer, you know. So that he, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave him in there for a while. But he's one I'm still a little bit iffy on. Uh, Martinelli, great, delighted with that. Like he missed an absolute sitter actually before that. He should have had two goals oh, yeah. the last day. Um, and that would have been an assist for, for um, Jesus as well. Like, so that was a, like that could have been a big weekend for Arsenal assets as well if he, if he had taken that chance. Kane mm. was the disappointment. Like, again, I had Haaland in my team for most of the summer. And then, you almost taught me into Kane as well, Jamesy. I did, uh, I did. Sorry about that, um, <laughs> it's all right, it worked out okay. Yeah, and um, and and, and, and and like my plan then was, I saw that they were playing mm-hmm. Southampton at home, and I said, surely that's a good opportunity for him to go off. And like, if if somebody said to you, yeah. Spurs are going to score four goals at the weekend. You'd surely think surely Kane would be in there with some kind of a return, whether mm. it be at least one goal or an assist. So like, um, and my plan think, was always. Sorry, Chris, go on. Yeah, I was just going to say. I think I read somewhere that it's the first time that Spurs have scored four uh, when Kane and Son have been in the team, and neither of them got a goal or an assist. Like, you know, it's uh, a very rare occurrence that neither of them return on on that sort of thing. Absolutely, yeah. And my plan was always to switch to Holland. So I think. Mm. I think I pretty much sold Kane and bought Hall. The minute they took him off, at the end, I think the match was still on and I had my transfer made. I was like, he's definitely going to go up. People are going to come off. It wasn't just a point one difference. Like, Kane went down then as well. So it's actually a point two million difference. Like, so straight yeah, away. Likely to be point three by the end of today as well. Yeah. And it was really? Chris, how did they come come to that, you know, conclusion? You know, like to do a double price drop in a week. Is it just because the amount of people who've like transferred them in or Yeah, so FBL have never officially released how they decide prices. Yeah. But um FPL Fix, which is like an app you can have on the website, they basically crack the algorithm and so they can fairly closely guess when a when a change is going to happen and it's it's based on how many people are have the person at the start of the week and then how many people are bringing them in and taking them out sort of thing mm. and it levies as a percentage point it's kind of like um i guess the stock market isn't it you you know more people are buying it it shortens the price and the more people are selling it widens it or whatever uh so similar sort of concepts that but yeah just a lot of people have been a huge amount of people must have been bringing them in to to have a double in one week that doesn't happen very often i can't remember it might have happened once with Ronaldo, maybe a couple of seasons ago, mm. um, but I don't remember it happening too often because generally the players that you know are going to consistently return, or uh, you know, m- enough people have them so that it doesn't affect it. But I guess with Kane and Haaland being the same price point, the, the switch is so easy that so many people are doing it that it's affected things. Mm. I yeah, think it's, it's a one of them. To, to 0.3 in a week as well. It, 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 an asset mm. can't go up by any more than 0.3 in a single week. Right. Yeah. The, the the crazy thing will be, I, I may, you know, perhaps even by the end of this month, Haaland could have caught up all the, the difference between him and uh, Kevin De Bruyne, which then makes Kevin De Bruyne, even though he's a good option, mm. a terrible option because 
you know, you've you've lost out on being able to you, you've you'll have earned point two by having Haaland for that that time that he's gone up in price. Yeah. And it means that he has to return less you know, he has to return fewer points on the investment for you to actually get as many points out of the deal as you would get if you've had Haaland uh, De Bruyne all the time sort of thing. Oh, I'm just looking at the site, and uh, yeah, Haaland's had almost a million transfers in. Yes. <laughs> yeah. just, that's why. <laughs> Behind him, closest is uh, Mitrovic with uh, almost 500,000. Yeah. Uh, and when you think there's only uh, 8 million people playing this year, so that's yeah, one in, <laughs> one in eight players yeah. are bringing him in, sort of thing. I was also yeah. just going to say on uh, James's point about uh, Cancelo, uh, his heat map for the first game shows that he's basically playing between the uh, left-hand side of the D and the left-hand side of the box in a straight line up and down the pitch, as opposed to previously when he'd be further out on the wing. Mm. So that could be a new you know, wrinkle in the, the Man City dynamic of how they're, they're looking at playing him this year. Mm. Which may, could mean he get, takes more shots because he does shoot a lot uh, from range. But, mm-hmm. you know, fewer assists probably. I know, I know. James, you were saying about Luis Diaz, but when watching that Liverpool game at weekend, I thought he got quite, you know, further forward through the middle. So I won't, I won't doubt him too much. He's maybe when Jota comes in, hmm. there'll know, be a lot of space for the him to play in because yeah. obviously Darwin Nunes pushes the line up because he tries to play so high. Yeah, and then somebody's got to slot into that gap underneath. One of the people I'd be quite interested in is uh, Harvey Elliott when he comes in to take over Thiago. Uh, through this injury spell, because mm, Elliot, Elliot was really good at Blackburn when he was with, uh, with us on loan, and he was mm. started off really well last year, and then he broke his leg. Yeah. Uh, so he's he, playing uh, every he, week. Yeah, so I yeah. think he and that right hand side when you're looking at being Trent Alexander Arnold, Harvey Elliott, and Salah, you're like that's a really deep, like there's a lot of potential mm. just coming through there. So if you're looking at him, I mean, if you're willing to give up a Liverpool spot. <laughs> Because I mean, that's Harvey Elliott after return, who yeah, do you give up to take a chance on someone like yeah? Because yeah. I, I mean, because yeah. I've got Trent Salah and Robertson, and I won't give up any of them for him. But mm-hmm. maybe if you don't fancy Robertson and you've got Diaz, and Diaz yeah. might not play all the time, and mm. Harvey think, might do. It, I don't know. I think Diaz, Diaz for maybe a Man City player, a bit of a move, wouldn't it? Yeah, if you've got uh, Foden or Mares or Grealish, like I've got Grealish. Uh, but this is kind of the test now because Grealish played all the last week. Mm. Does that now mean that he doesn't play this week and Mares mm. gets to play and that sort of thing? So yeah, there'll be a bit of pep roulette to try and figure out. Kulieski seems like the uh, the Mr. one to go for, even though his price has gone up. Mister Assist, isn't it, Kulieski? Yeah, oh, I mean yeah. the way Spurs playing with everybody quite wide out. You know, their wing backs and uh, their kind of attacking mm. their, their wide attackers seem to be where everything's coming from. So. Could be a one to look at. Any uh, big regrets from your team, Jamesy, this week? Anyone like? Because it's always the way, isn't it? You're like someone knocks one in, you go, "Oh, I had him," and then it turns out you had forty players in your draft. Like, yeah, <laughs> we all had everyone, didn't we? At some point over the course of the summer, I had the entire every player in my team. I suppose, like uh, regretting not having Holland. I suppose in a way, like I would have saved a transfer and would have got what another eleven points of what I had. But I, I think the thing with FBL is if you can look back at your decision and say there was sound lot like I look back at that and say I, I specifically picked Kane game week one because I wanted to target that Southampton match. Mm. I was right in that they hammered Southampton and I was probably unlucky <laughs> in terms of that he didn't get any returns in a match where they hammered a team. You know what I mean? So 
I don't particularly regret that. Um, no, I like. I, I'm just. I, I think it's a solid template team, um, and I'm, I'm pretty happy with things overall. Uh, just one last thing. Um, I was really impressed with Andreas Pereira for Fulham. Like he mm-hmm. suddenly now, I'm looking at him on my bench and thinking, there's definitely games where if they have a nice fixture and one of my players has a really sticky fixture, I, I wouldn't be too upset about actually starting yeah. him. Like I, I thought in the yeah. summer bench fodder, bring him in if there's an injury. Like in game week three, for example, I think Newcastle have, it's either Man City or Liverpool and I have Trippier in defence and I think, uh, I think, I think Fulham, City, City, they City. Have. and I think Fulham have someone like Brentford at home and I'm thinking I could easily sub out Trippier there and play Andreas and hope that he gets, because he's taken corners, he played really well I thought the last day, he's definitely going to play 90 minutes for them every week like so he suddenly becomes a much better option than I thought he would as well, you know. Yeah, it's before, not be, before the before the stream started. We were saying about um, FPL Andy this week was um, we'll try ranking order. You know the free IWC players like Neto, Bailey, and uh, Pereira, like who you should put on your team. And he was putting Pereira as the um, third choice to stick in. He was like adamant Neto's gonna, you know, still still do the business, but I. I I think, like, even from my bench, I'm like, yeah, he, he'd be one of the ones I'd stick in first. Like, yeah. as a, I'm as not, an option. Yeah, with me having Grealish, uh, I'm not that worried if Grealish doesn't... I mean, I'd obviously prefer Grealish to play this week, but if he doesn't and uh, prayer comes in, that's not the end of the world no, exactly, sort of thing. Yeah. You, you think in a guy that's probably... He's on mm, corners and free yeah. kicks. People are seem to be thinking Mitrovic is going to score a few more. Where's the assist going to come from? Probably Pereira mm-hmm. sort of thing. So it's not a, he's not a bad little... Really high up yeah, as well. Exactly. And it's not like he was... I, mean, I was going to say, he's yeah. playing just behind Mitrovic in a three, isn't he? So, mm-hmm. yeah. in the centre of yeah. a three. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it could be a, an interesting one. Well, on that note, Chris, we'll have a look at uh, your team. Uh, oh next mate, uh, 65, couple <laughs> below the lads. Uh, wild card country for you, is it not, mate? Respectable uh, <laughs> <laughs> all yeah, it's yeah. It wasn't too bad in the end. Um, there were a couple of changes I made late on due to the ward starting, and I think that would have been if I'd have left it as it was. I'd have had Ramsdale in goal, and I'd have had Dewsbury Hall in midfield, mm. and that would have put me in a better position than uh, than I ended up. Um, but let me just uh, sorry, I'll just make it a bit worse. So yeah, I've gone the double Leicester keeper route just to try and facilitate the rest of the team I think that might come back to bite me because they are playing Arsenal this week so I don't expect Ward to get many points there um, don't really need to go over much of the defence Trent's Trent, Reese James massive game even though he had a um, a book in as well, still got seven points, Robertson again um, you're not worried about that, Zinchenko as I said I've mean, I, I re- really rated him when he was at City so I wasn't surprised to see him mm-hmm. delivering at Arsenal, it's just where he ends up from this point on with uh, the return of uh, Tierney uh, imminent. Um, I could see him pushing forward into that centre-left position, but then yeah. I think that's where Granit Xhaka plays, and I can't see him not playing. It's whether or not they rotate Xhaka to the base of midfield, do they move part? Yeah. You move around I mean, obviously the idea would be that well. they, get rid of, yeah, they get rid of party. That would be the uh, mm. uh, the obvious one for, for numerous reasons. But... Uh, yeah, so I can we'll see where Zinchenko goes, but I am kind of thinking I'll probably wild card week five or six. So uh, we'll see where that goes with that. Uh, Walker is 
as James was uh, alluding to a little earlier, is the easiest way into like the Man City defence. Yeah. So you're always kind of going to get the six. He's not going to get you many returns, but I'm perfectly fine with that. Uh, Grealish is my kind of roll of the dice. I think he'll have a big year. He did. I think he played the full ninety um, in that game. Uh, so I kind of need to see what happens with the uh, the next one. Salah, Salah, that's fine. Uh, Saka was when I had the team initially with Ramsdale in goal. Saka was Martinelli, mm. and um, then Gre- uh, Grealish. I think Grealish might have been Juice Hall, or Saka was Juice uh, Hall, sort of thing. But um, Saka is the eight million. I'm perfectly fine with. Uh, Jesus should have got more than two points, and he'll definitely get more than two points moving forward. Kane's now Harlan. I think it was a good shot, uh, having Kane first and then moving it over. No real regrets in uh, taking that shot. I mean, even though, you know, it cost you, what, 16, 18 points or whatever it was. Uh, so, obviously, put yourself in a hole there. But, um, as I say, like, Kane not getting a return out of four goals is yeah. unprecedented, really. Uh, the bench is just fodder, really, for the most part. Um, yeah, it's... I'm happy with it looking going into to week two. Um, the only one, as I say, Ward, I'm kind of a little wary of. But if Arsenal score, it's most likely to come through Zinchenko, Saka or Jesus. So it'll balance itself out uh, in favour of the attackers. Uh, yeah, so not even a balance, really. Um, yeah, the game else... of his life, mate. This is the way that it works with Arsenal. <laughs> That's it. We're, we're all forgetting this. Hypothetical <laughs> yeah. Arsenal are European champions. I've been down this road many a times. <laughs> Real Arsenal, yeah. Real Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, I've been watching that Arsenal doc. I watched all sec- uh, six episodes of the Arsenal documentary today, uh, so yeah, I've definitely seen the ups and the downs of. I'm, <laughs> of I'm saving it for a big binge watch. I'm, I'm worried. Yeah, I'm worried. I just had it on in the background today. It's, it's, it's. Obviously, you take it with a pinch of salt, given they all know that there's the cameras in every, every room and that sort of thing, but. I think Ramsdale comes across really well, and uh, Nuno Tavares comes across really yep. well. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a good documentary. Everybody else, I think, has really um, good weeks, uh, as long as uh, they all play, uh, sort of thing. Everybody's at home. They're against weaker opposition. I mean, the um, Chelsea's first game is probably evenish, isn't it? But you expect Reese James to perform. Uh, so, yeah, going into week two, pretty happy mm. with that. Uh, yeah, as I say, probably looking at wild card in a few weeks, given that we've got the extra one. Um, and I think there are a, there's a few fixture swings for some teams mm-hmm. later on. But, um, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. uh, for where we are at the moment, I'm perfectly happy. If you get 65 points every week, you'll be at the top end of the, of the leagues. So, yeah, not, not, not the end of the world. I like your structure as well. I think it's an easy move. Like you can, you know, when you do want to get rid of Grealish, there's a load of options, isn't there? In at that price bracket, like you say, Sanchez is an option to to free us from crash. You know, I'm looking at, you know, my defense, wondering if I could get some money out of there. You could easily do that as well, couldn't you? If you if you really wanted it elsewhere, yeah. like I think you set up well. I think yeah, that's it. That's kind of what I went for going in with the balance, being able to move at each level in each part of the team. So I can eat, I can. Could constantly just switch between Kane and Haaland depending on the fixtures. If mm. Jesus gets injured, I can always transfer to a different striker of that sort of level or just dump that position completely and put it back into midfield sort of thing. Mm. So, yeah, it's not too bad. Sack is obviously now pointless than Kulievsky, but that might change again in a week. So, and as I say, I've got uh, 0.5 in the bank anyway. Mm. So, 
Uh, I'm not too bad there. And then the only one I'm really uh, disappointed I haven't got is Cancelo. But as I say, we're still to see if he's going to be unleashed this this Mm. time. and Kyle Walker is a solid replacement because I think a lot of people are negative on Walker as far as like attacking points and stuff. But, mm. uh, you can guarantee City clean sheets, you know. Yeah, you'll be there or thereabouts. It's my Yeah, yeah. My other thing is like if Zinchenko doesn't play, I could obviously move to Tierney or uh, maybe Cucurella at Chelsea, who's the same same sort of price. Uh, my thing is, I generally don't go for teams that aren't in the top six, so I'm not going to move to Kieran Trippier or somebody like that, or a Wolves player or that sort of thing in a defender. I'll stick with a big hitter because you're more likely to get your clean sheet bonuses there, um, I'd have thought. The other thing I've kind of thought is uh, uh, Gungadon has been given the captaincy at Man City, Mm -hmm. which makes me think, is he going to play more, uh, like a a consistently playing uh, role at City? And if that is, and Grealish is just going to be what he was last year where him and Mares or him and whomever uh, Calvin Phillips probably a split in time uh, then it might be better to move to Gungadon in, in that spot particularly if Bernardo Silva joins the uh, ever <laughs> ever growing queue at Barcelona uh, but um, <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, what's going on over there? They've got no money uh, and they're still buying players. What are they doing? Yeah, well, they're (laughs) apparently about to release uh, was it Christiansen and Kepi, who they've only just signed because they can't register them. So it's mental. We'll see. It's absolutely mental. Yeah, you'll be back in the Prem in like a month. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So I hope my my team name will be will be relevant. I was one of the things I was I was thinking about um, with your team name is like I do think that if you name your team after a player, you have to have that player in your team. So, not that we're FPL experts. Not that we're FPL experts now, Chris. But back, like we weren't always as smart as we are about uh, FPL uh, these days. But like when I first started playing, like for some reason, I decided I thought it was funny to call me Team FC Phil Neville. At the time when Phil Neville was playing defensive <laughs> mid for Everton, like 2009, game week one, my first ever FPL week, I captained Phil Neville. It can only go up from there. <laughs> but in my mind, I thought that was a funny thing to do. Um, I look back at it. But, I like uh, it. But shame and regret now, 12 years later. What are you going to do? Um, what, what you, but yeah, I suppose it... Oh, on, what, what, what Chris said about Gundogan, um, mm. I think he could be like... I think he, Is he only 6.5 or is he 7? Mm, I think he's 7.5, which seven is probably, five. The, probably the sticking point with him. Yeah, but, but like I was looking at Man City's squad... And say if they do sell Silva and they don't sign anyone else, they've only got fifteen outfield players. Senior, yeah, like they have, they have youth players. But it's seven point five, seven point yeah, five. It's a really up. small squad. And if you look at their midfield, um, if they've got Phillips and Rodri, only one of those two is going to play. Mm-hmm. And then you've yeah. got two attacking eights. It can only yeah. be Gundogan and Kevin De Bruyne unless they start moving Foden into centre midfield, mm-hmm. which they might do. But Gundogan's definitely going to get more minutes this season. And, and the way yeah. they play, he's literally going to be on the edge. Like, remember he had that run? Was it the when year KDB was that? out, they gave him that. They gave, they yeah. gave him the, the De Bruyne he was, role. He, he went on a run yeah. about eight or nine weeks where he, he had returns every single week. And like yeah. he could easily do that again soon, you know? Yeah. That's the thing, because so, City kind of, uh, like... Yeah. Sorry, JP. The ro- Robot right. JP's got... Just, I was going to say, JP's <laughs> got a bit off there. Yeah. 
Oh, it's gone. <laughs> no, I, I, I was just going to say with uh, yeah with Gundogan when they let him off the leash, so to speak, because he kind of plays that anchor role, mm. uh, pivot pivot sort of role. Um, where at the moment, but when they let him off the leash into the KDB role, he was yeah. you know bringing the returns, and I think Bernardo Silva did the same, didn't he? So yeah, it's yeah. Uh, if Bernardo yeah, this, goes, this... he he suddenly becomes a great option. I think. Mm. I, I was yeah, going to yeah. ask about, um, you know, you were on about defenders, Chris. Um, mm. Saliba from Arsenal, you know, he's like... 4.5, isn't he, I think? Yeah, the moment. second coming of Vincent Company, like people <laughs> were going on about this week. <laughs> yeah. I think he I could think... be it's a good option, but probably the goals aren't there, same as Walker, would you say? Yeah, I think he'll probably lose the spot back to Ben White anyway, because Ben White's one of Arteta's boys. Um, so he'll probably be like the rotational centre back, but also if you're trying to get into the Arsenal defence, you can get Tommy Asu uh, or Tierney at the same sort of price point. So there's no point to go for the defending defender. You can go for the attacking defender, yeah. and you've still most likely to get the any. Well, you still get any clean sheet, but you will also be able to get any attacking returns. Like Ben White will get one or two headers, like headed goals a year. Don't really have any information on what Salibers like. Attacking yeah. threat would be. You so, probably got Gabriel, wouldn't you? At uh, five million, he's he's generally the one who pops up from set pieces. Yeah, and he's he's uh, like a steady starter for them as well, isn't he? So, yeah, I think I've seen there's a lot of people transferring him in, but I think it's just kind of the same reason that loads of people are transferring in Pascal Gross. It's just kind of like flavor of the week. Oh, he, he, he did well, he did well in the first weeks so. of yeah, 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 his uh, his goal record. So he's played about eighty games. He scored one goal at Nice. Yeah, he was on. He was in the Ligue 1 last year, wasn't he? Yeah, so which was yeah. Nice. Yeah, Rose <laughs> is just a nostalgia pick for me. Like he was an FPL legend a couple of years ago, wasn't he? He was in that <laughs> that Charlie Adam, you know, kind of role that mid that mid price <laughs> midfielder who uh, allowed you to do loads of other things. Yeah. You? In your team, you go on my uh, my Hall of Fame for it. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've got him tentatively people in the draft picking him. Get to that. I was going to say, picking him reminds me of like Arsenal when they signed Kim Kallstrom. It's just like, well, he was great in Champ Man slash Football Manager. Like, that's that's where Kim Kallstrom's at his best. In real life, he's got a terrible back and can't play football <laughs> more than 10 minutes. So he just can't really go along with that. I kind of wish the uh, all or nothing was of the season that this old Kim, um, uh, Kim Kulsh from, so we'd have to hear the backstage explanation of why they've just signed somebody with a broken back. But... <laughs> uh, well, I mean, he would have been great. If, if, if it had been in the Unai Emery era, it would have just been like a complete fucking joke, honestly. Yeah. Been I see you've got my team yeah. up there, Benno, haven't you? Well, before um, we go to get good luck good if, chat, if in the, the Wi-Fi... Uh, in the of a few Hall yeah. of Famer uh, shouts for, uh, for FBL, Kevin Nolan... Leighton Baines, he'd be a Leighton Baines. Shane he, he, would be a big one for me. Ian Hart for Leeds. Back was that in Sheffield United player? That was four point. He was four million. Oh, Lundstrom, John Lundstrom. Lundstrom, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lundstrom. He, uh, he was worth five and a half million by the end of the season. He started yeah. at four. Yeah. <laughs> the lad that um, was centre mid for Crystal Palace, uh, still there, uh, Milo Jevic. 
and he had a season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got like ten penalties in one season, yeah. just like like completely off the charts, yeah. sort of thing. Just uh, I don't mm. think he scored a goal since. But remember, uh, do you remember that year when? Um, well, it was the year Leicester broke the Premier League, but when when Leicester won the league and Mares <laughs> and Vardy just broke the game because they were so fucking mm. cheap, and it was yeah. like your, your team was like three Leicester players. Three Tottenham players, and then you had like you still had eighty million left over to do whatever you wanted with it. Like <laughs> those are the years I, I enjoyed. The, that was the Lundstrom season as well. So there was like three was players it? for four and a half, and like everyone had them in their team. Yeah. Oh, it's like being on a wild card every week. I love that. Um, <laughs> yeah, Julian Lescott, yeah, in the chat there. Yeah, Carol Nolan and Barton. Yeah, uh, I remember there was a run where Leicester just had a phenomenal like scouting season. Like they were just like Jamie Vardy mm. from. Uh, he was the non-league, wasn't he? They, they got it for a million quid from non from non-league. Mares came in from France. Conte came in from France. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like they put it in, parlayed it into just a phenomenal team for one year and won the league. It was just like great scouting work. Even got even got Johnny Evans to the point that they were talking about thirty million for him. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Three million. I think, I think, I think, I think, I think what's the bloke who um, brought in all them players at Leicester. I think he ended up at like uh, Everton as like their main like director of football. <laughs> Who says it all? Kind of says it was the, was the story of the scouts were all using football manager. I remember like there was rumor wow. David Moyes was doing that at Everton using the uh, the football <laughs> manager database to uh, to track these players down, like Seamus Coleman and people like that. The the, uh, the Conte one was a real flyer because he was like a third division French player or something, yeah. and he'd never been picked up professionally was still amateur and they were just tracking his stats and were like, if these stats are correct, <laughs> this guy's brilliant. <laughs> they ended up but because he was like four foot two uh, five foot two or whatever, uh, just nobody wanted to take a shot on him. But uh yeah. Uh, but yeah JP, your screen your your team's on screen yeah. mate. Uh, again, uh, a bit of a lack of Arsenal here, mate, I reckon, you know? Or do you, there or do you is. Arsenal, no? <laughs> like deep into the one season where you should have Arsenal. <laughs> I've got two of them. <laughs> Arsenal defenders, because in my head, you go, okay, in real life, like, you know, sorry, in in fantasy life, Arsenal are clearly going to win 2-3-0. You can already see the punditry on match of the day as they're talking about Arsenal making a good start to the season. Direct comparison, it's all good. And then I see Jamie, Jamie Vardy scoring. And no one expecting Leicester to win because it's the most Arsenal thing in the world to do. So I don't quite have the faith with Zinchenko, who was there for a large part of my summer in there. There's other Arsenal options. I mean, like Zinchenko is an interesting one in the sense that he seems to be a big enough player at the club that he'll play most weeks either as a left back or in midfield. Now, I know for Ukraine, it's a much more advanced role that he has. So... I'm slightly bullish at the moment about how quickly Tierney's getting back in the team. I don't trust his fitness at all, much like Tommy Yasu. Like, there's a lot of internal arse, as the most Arsenal fan thing in the world to do. Suddenly, they're all starting to say Ben White is shit. That seems to be a thing that's going on. And I don't personally understand it. He was up against Wilfred Zaha on the opening week weekend of the season, away from home, and I thought he did really well. So personally, I was perfectly fine with that. So yeah, I decided to play it safe. Um, and two city defenders, which I think I saw on one of your teams, Ben, I went, yeah, I like the idea yeah, of that. that. I'm going to, I'm going to mm. more or less steal that. Um, <laughs> as well. and it, and it worked. There's 13 points. I mean, in fact, in my draft team, I've put five defenders at the back this week because I yeah, just sort of think that there is those just that, that accumulation of points that you just kind of need. Defenders are much more crucial. 
if anyone's looking vulnerable in that defence, Alexander Arnold. I mean, I kind of agree with the point that Andy said earlier on about just not trusting Liverpool's defence at the start of the year. And, you know, you sort of read and see various kind of think pieces about like, is this the year that the kind of the burnout with Liverpool starts to happen where that kind of rotate? And, and there's that part of me that actually does quite buy into this, which obviously means I'll look like a fool in a few weeks if anybody goes back and, and, and watches this. So he would be the most kind of vulnerable. Newcastle's defence, there's something about Eddie Howe at the moment. I mean, it's not to be sniffed at in terms of the points total that they've got. Mm-hmm. And... I know certainly in my draft, but towards the end of uh, last season, having Matt Target and um, Dan Byrne in there, just if nothing else, there was like, uh, you know that they were going to play. You know that Newcastle, kind of so because they're not in Europe, they're going to play back fours in order to kind of make them settle a lot more. So someone like a Trippier or a Target are going to be, and then it's kind of what is the lottery of which one of them is going to give you the most assists. And I've decided to go with Kieran Trippier for this. But I think Newcastle defenders and Newcastle midfielders, um, you know, are, are going to be, there's going to be a bit of value in there. Just, I, I think they're going to have a good start. Whether or not it stays, I don't really know. Midfield, I mean, obviously Salah is there because he's Mo Salah. Martinelli, they're going to kind of go with him. I think it's it's a funny one because of the five subs. I see Arsenal kind of money balling the hell out of this and like regularly rotating the front three. But Martinelli, just energy to go with. All of pre-season, he was there. He also is a hell of a presser. And that's something not to be, you know, kind of sniffed at as he's the kind of lad who will create his own opportunities as well. Um, Six million, absolute bonus pick. Mount and Coutinho, which may sound like looks a bit daft this week and why I haven't rotated them, because obviously Harry Kane isn't there anymore. And as an Arsenal fan, I shed zero tears. I used the same sensible <laughs> logic. James Ian and, and Chris were speaking about it. Like, why would you go with a Kane? Well, they're playing Southampton, but it never happened. So Mount and Coutinho give me some room for manoeuvre on both of them. There's plenty of good six million plus midfielders who are going to be able to slot into there. I think it's an element of giving it a couple of weeks, which I know seems like a bit of a risk because that's a shocking points total of 64. It's the lowest of anyone on here uh, by one. <laughs> by um, a whole point, yeah. But most weeks I'd be fine with that. Wild card, I was spitting about half. Don't worry, we'll get to the highest yeah. in a minute. I think it's. I think we're close <laughs> to leave the team and talk, it, talk here, Jamesy, for it. I mean, the bench is pure IWC. But I just don't trust. I don't. I don't trust Danny Ward in goal at all. I don't trust Leicester in goal. I think Leicester are going to end up buying a keeper within the I, next few weeks. It's going to go. Well, they bought one, haven't they? But I'm it's like an, it as the Arsenal this weekend. But that's what all logic would tell you. They bought like a lower league keeper, didn't they? Like he's going to be third sub. So, like, I think that to me that solidifies him starting. Still, all, all the talk was that they were they were happy with Ward as the number one. Yeah, like, as well as number one, though. Uh, I think so. The, they've yeah. broken out of whatever uh, what? curse Wayne Hennessy had them yeah. under for years. And the, I've got nothing personally against him either. So I, I think Iverson was on loan at Preston last season as well and had a you know, decent enough year. All, all, I'm, uh, all I'm thinking here is Stefan Everson and he yeah. played Spurs. <laughs> immediately <laughs> I've turned yeah. But the, the Leicester defence should improve overall. Mm. Like Everybody's back now, so... It's, yeah. It's, it's, At the end of the day, you've got a starting goalkeeper for a team that should finish in the top ten for four million. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, you don't have That's to how I looked at it when I, when I put it in. How many less points will he get than all the 4.5 million options? It's, you know, especially when you might wildcard in what? Five or six game weeks time anyway. You know, yeah. it's, it's not yeah. paid off in the way that I thought it would. Like, cause I was thinking oh, I'll get Warden and I'll probably end up getting a, a bump in price so that when I wildcard, I'll have an extra point one to use mm. or whatever. But right. it doesn't look like enough people jumped on it uh, mm. to really affect the price at all. So. In terms yeah. of the logic for the team I've gone with, I mean, I, I went with Ray just because that half a million wasn't the kind of crucial make or break. I mean, I made that Haaland yeah. transfer as soon as the, you're hearing about the price rise and it's kind of like now or never. But it gives me an element of it. And, and obviously from a stats perspective in terms of his long passing game, Raya, like, and that's one of the reasons we'll why Arsenal, well. yeah. Good, yeah, Arsenal were heavily interested. Them against Man U this weekend at home. I mean, as I watched Man United become Arsenal of a few years ago in front of my eyes, <laughs> that is a game that must terrify you, Jamesy. Because they, they, they'll beat United. They'll beat United, I guarantee yeah. you. They're, they're organised, they're well coached. The, the, the Tony up against is, Lisandro Martinez. Yeah, getting goals, is the only, <laughs> getting goals is the only thing you'd worry about with them. But um, yeah. if I was to put money on that match, I'd bet on Brentford to win. Yeah, I like your team, JP. To be honest, like quite happy with that. If that, if that was me, I like mm-hmm. Ray as a as a goalie. Mm-hmm. I like uh, to be honest. Nico Williams is the most me player that I'm missing when I get into my team now. Like four million. I know he got no points, but I still feel like I missed out. It's like I just <laughs> love having that four million start and defender. You know, sit there, place on the bench. There's a place for that. Um, I think it's. Uh, yeah, I think you've done more money wise. I mean, I, I don't know if anyone who's watching this as as, as the. Um, has read the David Squires strip this week in terms of getting like a Mitrovic in. He's very much in my thoughts at some stage, but I mean, whether or not they've convinced him that he's still playing in the championship as being the plan. So, so like when he played against Liverpool, he was just told that he was up against Bristol City. So he decided that he was going to rip them to pieces by playing classic kind of Metro championship football. But he's not someone like I've decided to go. I mean, I kind of agree with what, what Chris was saying earlier on in terms of you're going to get a better return from midfielders. I'm more hedging my bets with a Mount and Coutinho. Mount's the kind of bastard, frankly, who scores whenever I don't pick him. So Sod's <laughs> Law says that he won't score anything here while he's here. It's like any Chelsea midfielder on this. You substitute him with Pulisic or Ziyech or Havertz. I know he's a forward this year. He just go. it doesn't happen on the week you pick them. And that's just the, the way that it is. Keep um, being Jamie Vardy. Yeah, yeah. Mount, Mount wasn't transferred out as much as I thought he would be. Mm. Oh, really? Uh, he's in the maybe the top twenty or so. Well, he's under. He's like more people have transferred out Saka than they've transferred out Mount. Mm. And I don't see where that would come from from watching, you know, from seeing the stats and stuff. Uh, I think the fixtures are quite good after Tottenham. They kind of did have yeah. a nice little run there after after uh, the Spurs Chelsea. game. It's it's do you uh, wait? The- I mean, Chris, you mentioned about playing a wild card and kind of, you know, game week five and six. I think there's that element where I'm more trying to see it. And this is probably it. This is where I get sidetracked as an FPL player. There's that part of me that wants to not use a wild card for as long as humanly possible because yeah, like to, to try and get away with it. And, and I think I that's why... I get forced to use it. 
Like last yeah. game, I haven't used it before. It's, it, it, it leaves me. I'll use it then. Yeah. So you may as well use it by... to Aronson yeah. at Leeds, and I decide I have to have him in there because he's the next big thing. Then I know I can ship off old uh, Coutinho without any guilt whatsoever, and know I've, I've got a few quid to, to kind of play with. But yeah, yeah, sixty. I mean, the obvious thing was the Haaland one, and he just mm. because you know, if you're Roy Keane, you're worried. Put it that way. Because uh, old Alfie Inger has got his revenge in an ultimate <laughs> way. I know Roy's got a Paw Patrol outfit that he could certainly use to maintain some of the blows, but I don't know if he'll be able to handle that. It'll be fascinating. I, I'm I'm really hoping to God. I mean, again, that's it. It's it's the punditry that will go alongside it for me this season. It's it's Roy commenting on Erling Haaland is something for me. I, I just, I want to see the bitterness and resentment because that's the Roy I love. <laughs> Roy, Roy Keane must be really bitter that he hasn't actually had a son that's made it at a, a good level in football so uh, that they can they can continue this rivalry, you know. Yeah. El Higio del Roy well, Keane he, versus uh, Haaland Jr. Fam- or whatever. He famously, he has five kids, doesn't he? So he famously has all of them tattooed on his arm, but he doesn't have his wife's. Teresa's yeah. name tattooed on there because he said that we go so he goes well they're my kids forever I don't know if you'll always be around <laughs> which is I mean that's probably as, that's probably as sensual and romantic as Roy Keane ever gets really. <laughs> Let's face it. that's pillow talk for Roy yeah <laughs> I want to see him in big dunk to uh, do some uh, TV punditry together that's the, well, uh, that's what we just... need this season just touching back on the, the Chelsea fixtures. So they've got mm. Tottenham at home, Leeds away, Leicester mm. at home, Southampton away, West Ham at home, and then Fulham away, which isn't a bad run for that. Very nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. Get that Spurs game out of the way and then... Yeah, exactly. You could easily look at keeping him. And then it's Liverpool week eight. So if you wildcarded after week seven, you could get rid of any Chelsea players sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't want to brag, lads, but I've thrown my team up on the screen. Just saying, crack the top million, you know, in the 70s. Most you know. no, it's, it's, it's all over. <laughs> Let's end the season now. You've no, won. You, can, you, can cancel, you can cancel the league. It's <laughs> in the grapple league, though. That's the, that's the level of uh, competition this year. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's tough, but yeah, happy to crack the uh, the top million, uh, seventy three uh, points overall. Built off that, I mean, you lads have touched on most of the players so far. Built off the back of uh, of Haaland, it'll shock nobody, uh, especially Matty, to know. Never seen him kick a ball before he, uh, he joined the Premier League. So uh, be going with Haaland. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be pain to uh, to Matty's ears that. But uh, yeah, Matty's yeah. Bubbles head looking down on the camera, shaking his head. Into his head. Oh, I go can see well. I was convinced. I was like, he's going to be. I didn't like. Say, I didn't think he'd necessarily be Timo Werner, but it was like, you know, you never know, you never know. And I really, I was set to gamble against them and think it might take a while. We'll see what happens. You know, I did watch the um, the Charity Shield and kind of thought, ah, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe like this bandwagon everyone's going with. And it just it worked out balanced. Like that week, uh, sorry, that day that we all, you know, we found out about Casper's uh, Michael leaving Leicester and realised, and and this is music to my ears. You know, two four million goalies was something I was never going to pass up on. As soon as I could do that, that was the moment it was like, well, I'm going Thremium, I'm going Salah, I'm going Son. <laughs> and I would have gone Kane as well, but it just felt like uh, I'll, I'll hedge me bets, I'll bring in well, Harlan, yeah. I'll do that. If you've got Son, you don't need Kane, really, do you? I guess that's kind of... It's one of them, though, if one of them bangs, the other bangs. So there's, mm. 
it's that, it's that kind of ballad. But I, I am more. I'd rather spread me chips than like yeah, go go all in on it on spares. So that's literally I can't take a huge amount of credit for it other than the hive mind of you know all of the uh, the FPL in the nose. We're uh, we're going for Haaland. So yeah, he ended up ended up in my team. Didn't captain him though. Went with the Salah captain for a solid twenty four points. Martinelli, I was proud of. You know, Jamesy knows this. I was uh, you know fighting the uh, the <laughs> with real. Just in general, I'm giant JP knows I'm not, you know, Arsenal have been my bogey team as far as uh, FPL goes, and I know I've got two of the players there. But just something about Jesus up front didn't smell right for me. Like it was just like I was trying to make it work money wise to keep him in. I was like, I literally just got him because everyone else has got him because he had that stupid 75% ownership. I started to think, you know, was. Really, can I not get Martinelli for a couple of million cheaper, and that'll cover me for Arsenal? Bit of a gamble, but it paid off. Um, you know, as I guess we'll see in the uh, in the weeks coming. As Andy said earlier, you know, eye test wise, uh, Jesus uh, did look uh, did look good in that game. But yeah, other than that, yeah, the disappointed in the uh, double Liverpool defence uh, going badly. But I'm sure you know over the season, uh, Trent and, and Robbo are gonna gonna come for good for me. If they don't, there's money there, especially with a uh, potentially mm. Robbo for me to uh, to strip away. Bailey is the IWC pick, um, not necessarily because I thought he'd do well, more because he was, you know, a cheap player that I could uh, that I could slot in at that five million. I was going to say, if if you ever. if you didn't watch FPL content, mm. I don't think there's a chance you'd pick Bailey at that no. price point. No, I don't think but there's a chance time. that you'd go. You know what I think? Aston Villa's fourth midfielder. Is the per- yeah. like Ramsey was the guy last year at, our, at Aston Villa in, in the same Ramsey. same position, same price point sort of thing, and everyone's got, suddenly gone, oh, it's Bailey, and he's just like, I mean, you know, it might be Bailey time, but I don't know, I just, I just think it. I That's think it, I it, that. Uh, yeah. go I on. Think, sorry, um, I think because he scored like three or four goals in pre-season, that's it. Always clouds people's um, like judgment, like oh, he, he looks a player on fire and. Um, mm. You know, it's going to go into the Premier League season like that. But with, yeah. I think similar like Price as Bale is um, Dewsbury Hall, who um, Chris had him um, up until the end of last week. <laughs> up until the last And he scored. I think he's yeah. definitely one who's, um, you know, if you like your, your cheap prices, he's probably it's, the one. He's, he's, well, they're 5.5, aren't they? So it's, it's not budget, but... Yeah, I, I think there was a lot of people at that level that I thought were better than doing right. Like, uh, yeah. well, I, I say I, I preferred Podence over Neto and Juice mm-hmm. Hall sort of thing, and they both returned that. I mean, that's that'll be their one return for this month, probably. But yeah. both of them coming I, in on the same day was kind of a big, like, oh, yeah, look at that. I look who scored. And yeah, then I was like, Hall got Giginio as well. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Juice Hall was a long shot. Is he going to do that every week? You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I had him tail end the last season. I like him. He was good. Price. Good at the tail end of last year. I thought, like, he was, the one, he was the one consistent in that Leicester team. When they were playing mm-hmm. Europe and the Premier League, and they were playing, like, three times a week, he played every game. Like he's he's the guy that they runs that engine at Leicester now. So um, yeah, I think he's the guy to to really look out for there. But just uh, especially if they lose, especially if they lose James Madison, and it's that's I don't. Well, I think it's a bit of a Yeah, I think that'd make you. I, I, he's not the Madison type. No, like, I think he'd uh, go but, further up the pitch if they lost Madison, which can only yeah. make him better. Mm. And they bought. I don't see Madison leaving now because. Uh, Chowdhury, who's probably the backup to Madison's, just gone to Watford yeah, on that's loan. Right, yeah. So I don't see them selling Madison at this point because they wouldn't have anybody in that position to 
to really back it up. Well, I'm, I'm going to go into it. Uh, like, Sorry, Benno, we kind of uh, quite over everything. It's all right. If Gareth was here, he'd be giving me loads of grief for Bailey, so I expected that. <laughs> I will say... Uh, Chad Gable, mate, team... just bring up a wrestling reference. I mean, he's <laughs> he's a great IWC pick, modern age, but he's not doing it on the big stage, ultimately. I will say in my defence, it wasn't just that it was the cool kids pick, it was that the cool kids were giving me stats that made them sound like the good pick, and that's why I went with it. Uh, it didn't work, but, you know. You I've got a whole website right here that tells me he's really good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't get Are you going to stick with him, Benno? <laughs> no, he's going. Like, not, not this week. I'm going to roll the transmit. Well, they've got, they got us this week. They've got Everton. So, he's like, every chance we bang. So, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait. I'm going to see what happens. But, yeah, I think that's most likely when we get into transfer plans now, I think, you know, Bailey is someone I'll be looking to either upgrade or see. It, it, he's kind of a placeholder for who is the 4.5, 5 million midfielder who all of a sudden appeals as an option for the next four or five game weeks. So it's not uh, hugely much retired. Do you not think that you have it there with Andreas already, though? Mm. Potentially, potentially, we'll yeah. And it could be a bench could you alternate them according to fixtures, kind of? Yeah, yeah, that's that's part mm-hmm. of the uh, the thinking. Andreas was kind of like a helmet. To be honest, that's my the story. Of my bench, like Archer and Taylor, was just well. There's four point five players that potentially might start. Neither did. They'll have to move on as well. But yeah, maybe that's the uh, the fire I need to put out those uh, those lads there. But Andreas, yeah, could potentially be a starter, couldn't he? Um, so it gives me uh, mm-hmm. gives me room to move. But yeah, um, I think. Going forward and yeah, looking at like uh, transfer uh, plans and stuff, and obviously Andy's on the on the wild card, so everyone's out. Um, but I know a couple of uh, you lads have mentioned already making moves. Uh, anybody got any uh, interesting plans uh, coming up for uh, for next week? I'm rolling. I'm going to see, like, say Bailey against Everton. I can't. Uh, I've got to give him uh, one last try, so I won't be making a, a change there. But I'll be uh, coming with two transfers game week three. Anybody uh, umming and ahhing over anything? Any? Uh, Potential point hits even come up for those who've uh, already mixed there. Uh, switch Kane to Harlem. <laughs> so I'm not two doing that points hit, surely. Yeah. No, yeah, I, yeah, I think I think, I think you really need to limit your points hits to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to go over five points hits a season. I think mm-hmm. that's where I kind of le- le- ended up last year. And I don't think it's worth chasing it a lot of the time. What, I think what last season was an exception Sorry. because of all the doubles. It was so yeah, because yeah, that's such a, yeah, a mess yeah. with COVID. I took loads of minus scores in those yeah. double game weeks, and a lot of them paid off because you yeah. had players playing twice. So it was, it was, you know, it was well, like a normal transfer would, to take a minus yeah. score, you know. But when people were chasing Dennis and he got a sent off and then a blank or that sort of thing, it's just like uh, yeah. I think that's yeah, it's it can work if it depends how early you do it as well. Because obviously, if you take a minus four and there's still like. You know, you're going to keep that player in for five games. That player can outscore that player you've taken out by more than plus four, and it will balance out, sort of thing. But if you're just going to take a minus four to get a player in, and then you're going to take him out two weeks later, there's no point of taking that minus four because you're never going to have the time to bring those points back from the transfer, sort of thing. If that makes do, you, sense. do you think with? Um, I'm thinking this. You know, with Ireland, do you think quite a few people will do the triple captain this weekend, or maybe leave it for? And how, how late can you use your triple captain? Do you just get one? You only, one? You only get one all season, so you might as well yeah. wait until a double game week. Because I was thinking, yeah. I, I was thinking either this one or that like, people use it yeah. for the Knott's Forest game at the end of August. No, you, you oh. wait until after um, after the, the turn of the year, and then yeah. when you've still got teams like City, Chelsea in 
Champions League, that sort of thing, that's when their fixtures will get congested and they'll play two in a week. And then that's yeah. probably going to be your best point to doing that. So there's no point using that until the, you know, the, uh, I'd have thought the third or fourth quarter of the, of the season sort of thing. Yeah. There's always, a, there's always a double. By the time they get to the quarter finals of the FA Cup, yeah. there's always mm-hmm. a, a blank game week that weekend because there's usually kind of seven or eight Premier League teams playing in the Cup. And yeah. then there's a double game week the following week yeah. because they all play on the Wednesday afterwards. It's usually game week 35 or 6, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could get, you know, if you did a triple captain this week, Haaland scores five against Bournemouth. That's going to outdo anything he could possibly do in a double game week, right. most likely. Yeah. Or you're rolling the dice and, yeah. you know, you know you, you're hoping on one specific thing coming out as opposed to all the other options that could happen. Um, and you end up getting burnt as well. I, I mean, I did I did that last season with who were it now? Ivan Tony. I did triple captain. I mean, <laughs> and no, what did something like that? He was getting someone bad, and I thought, oh, he, he's certain to score a few here. Couldn't hear a cow's ass with a banjo, the lad. <laughs> I mean, I, I can on, see. Oh, sorry, Jeff, I was going to say on the Harland talk that the, the interesting thing with him is is knowing the way that City are. Unless he's scoring, like, and I think the assumption is, you know, against a, a Forest or a Bournemouth, he could score five or six if he plays the 90 minutes. And I just don't think he will. Because I think if he scored three goals and he kills off they, the game for them, they're going to take him off. Like, City are going to be thinking this is a long-term investment. We want him there for the yeah. big rounds of the, of the I mean, Champions League. That's where it gets interesting on the double game weeks about whether or not you captain him. That's the problem. And, yeah. Like, is it's he going to do one that? game anyway? Yeah, yeah, because there is going to be that kind of rotation probably when the period of acclimatisation comes in for Alvarez as well, that you've, you've got that. Um, you've got to think with this this game But then you've got the five substitutes in order to kind of even it out for yeah. the times that he is going to be kind of thrown off and the potential for him to come off the bench. I remember that one game week last year where Salah was on the bench and people were livid and then he came off it and he scored a goal on an assist <laughs> like in the last 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And it was just I'd, like, I'd say oh. with this, this Haaland one, in regards to Haaland with this City game specifically, mm. it's his home debut, so he's going to start. He'll play 70 minutes and then they'll bring him off so he can get the ovation coming off. Then they'll probably bring Alvarez on and he'll get the ovation for coming on on his home debut sort of thing. You kind of feel like those are the things that they'll probably, you know, kind of have in their mind if the game's going to plan. If they're 3-0 up and it doesn't matter if Haaland scored or not, they'll bring him off after 70 minutes so, you know, they can can get the, uh, the shots and everything of him, like... Coming off and like all that sort of stuff. Looking, do you not think he looks like a tar- uh, a Targaryen? Uh, Game of Thrones with the with oh, the he does. back there now. I think he's got a good Game of Game of Thrones crossover. Why haven't we got time with all the brothers' discovery to say this? <laughs> this FPL, I'll just say it erroneously. Of course, this FPL show is sponsored by House of the Dragon. Uh, <laughs> and if you want to sign up to uh, FPL Scout, uh, just uh, yeah. <laughs> the 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 not coming after us, mate. <laughs> You're not doing any maths, no, I don't know. <laughs> That'll come in a few weeks. We stick. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, well, no, no, I, think he's he's a, I think he's a definite for a starter, and he'll. Uh, I think he'll probably bag a few won't he, against Bournemouth. You think? Hmm. I, I don't have any major plans for this week, Benno, but one of the things, my biggest takeaway from the whole weekend was the hot property in the game in a few weeks is going to be Spurs wing backs. Because yeah. no matter, no, no matter who plays, 
but not even Perisic. Like, look at Sessegnon. Em- Emerson Royal is not a good attacker, but mm. the way they play puts those two wing backs so Makes far off the pitch. Mm. They're basically mm. extra wingers, you know. So the I did call be... that uh, pairing as well last week. Yeah. When we were, yeah. we were talking about them, yeah. I was like, it would be Sessegnon and Royal that will start, even though everybody wants it to be Doherty and. Uh... And that and, and that'll be the problem, and and it'll become an even bigger problem when Spurs go into the Champions League because the the, mm. the one thing about Conte's teams are that they cannot handle playing twice a week. Like uh, he remember yeah. he won the league with Chelsea. But they weren't in Europe the, the Europe. year he won the league with Chelsea. Yeah. They finished tenth the season before, so they had no European games. He played the exact same team every single week, and they yeah. won the league easily. Following year, it went into the Champions League, and it all fell apart. Yeah, now this High that's press, why, and that's why, pressing, that's yeah, awesome. and and that's why he's bought so many backup players this summer is to try and counteract that. But like, if if say if they have a Premier League game on either weekend, and they have someone like they're playing Real Madrid on the Wednesday in the Champions League, which wing back plays what game there? Like, it's going to be such yeah. a conundrum to try and yeah. pick them. So you're going to want them. But you're, you're going to have no hope. It's, it'll be just like trying to pick Man City players who's going to play every week. It's going to be really, really difficult. Yeah. Your earliest issue that is going to be game week five when right, yeah. uh, games are on Tuesday and Wednesday there's night. A, there's a, yeah, yeah, there's a midweek. Yeah. yeah and so then like, after yeah. six, then the Champions League starts. I think yeah. th- th- this week is the only week there's no midweek games up until the World Cup, basically. There's, there's, even next week, there's Carabao Cup matches. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so the potential Leicester are coming to stop and the other and issue and, is, and we've got another three weeks of new well sorry another two weeks of new signings just yeah. over two weeks yeah. of new signings yeah. as well happening in all of this so any teams have a terrible start you can see that kind of mad panic mm. trolley dash happening towards the end of the season so well I've seen uh, some Man City are either getting in, in, Guerrero from Dortmund or Kieran Trippier so uh Ooh, that's news coming out. Oh, yeah, coming yeah. out tonight. So yeah, that's there's a. I was going to say about twenty minutes ago, it popped up. Uh, they're looking at Trippier as a, a potential. Fabrizio Romano, the bait. Uh, no, it was. Uh... <laughs> here we go. <laughs> no, because then I go. Here we go. <laughs> Every day it was like I just uh, hear random transfer rumor. Who said that? Yeah, uh, Graham, uh, Graham Bailey. It. it was. Who's the uh, transfer correspondent for 90 Minutes uh, Football? So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Keep, keep an eye on all that. Good. Yeah, when we get to the draft in a minute, I've uh, I've got first pick in the draft, so uh, I'm hoping somebody signs by tomorrow. That's my hope. <laughs> like somebody turns. <laughs> <laughs> <That's my question. laughs> I don't know. That's too much. Well, no, because there's a. Um, there's a Brentford player that uh, Brentford had just signed somebody yeah, that yeah. I'd be interested with, and yeah, uh, he's not. Yeah, he's not available until the following game week. So, yeah, he'll have to lose two game weeks in a row. Uh, of course, yeah, shit. Yeah. Okay, gross it is. Then <laughs> that's what's happening. I was going to say whoever gets uh, Jewsbury Hall is going to get uh, an interesting offer from me uh, Friday morning. So, <laughs> <laughs> is he available? He can't refuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I got him and then shipped him off for Deli Ali, James. Ah, so he absolutely he'll come back on now. Yeah, absolutely yeah. killed my plans as I was going through things. I was like, who the f- taken Dewsbury Hall in like the eighth round or whatever it was? Yeah. Oh, turn. Uh, yeah, I said turn. Didn't I? Mistakes were made. Um, yeah. All right, okay. I think that's what you said. Um, but yeah. yeah, quickly before we get into the draft, yeah. Uh, so there's no big transfer plans. Like I think everyone in the world has either done the. The Kane yeah. to Harlem move, potentially mm. like Andy on a wild card, but mostly <laughs> Roland. It's not an exciting week, I don't think, transfer-wise. No. 
I read with the wild card it, uh, only three percent of um, like managers have done it, so I'm in like the three percent. That's a good or a bad thing, mate. Yeah. We'll see. We gave it to I did a wild card in game week two two years ago, and I finished sixty k. So it's not. Oh, there you go. And that was like it's wrong with admitting it, is that? Yeah, and it's less of a problem this year because of the fact that you get an extra one with the World Cup anyway. So if you were yeah. if you were ever going to go early, this is the year to do it. You know, yeah, totally. I think one of the things to keep an eye on for this week is, and it's going to sound really silly, but games like Southampton Leeds, just to see who are the more goal scoring threats of Leeds side. Well, be the obvious one, but I'm thinking from, certainly from a Leeds perspective because you would always suggest that's a side that maybe has a few goals in them. Mm-hmm. I know they're not completely yeah. back to like Bielsa. Har- days, Harrison but... seems like the best uh, option. Yeah, I guess. But what is about. the is the most feast or famine player though? Like mm-hmm. you know, it's um, I, it wouldn't be somebody I'd specifically get in expecting him to get points. But like I like. The, like I was saying to you earlier about Southampton, like in the interview with um, Hassan Utel, and he just looks like doom and doom and gloom. Yeah, and there's yeah. also talk that Che Adams is on his way to Everton, so. Yeah. yeah. I also think Bright- Brighton Newcastle <laughs> is an interesting. Brighton Newcastle is a game, interesting game to look at for those kind of. Like, what are those? Who are those kind of cheaper defensive signings? I think, in particular, yeah. I mean, I Corella and the team for quite a bit last year spoke about New, Newcastle defenders earlier on. I think there's there's value in those first few weeks. Like, yeah, certainly, I think the one from Brighton would be uh, Lewis Colhill, who's gone the opposite way yeah, in that uh, Cooper Rail yeah. dealer deal. That might be an interesting way if he's. Uh, uh, I'm not sure how attack minded he is, but, but a lot of people have been saying to me he's very good defensively. So. It's, it could be it's, it's just hard. It's just hard to see Potter and the kind of coach that he is changing too much necessarily yeah. around the defense. Lamptey was got. good last year from from Brighton. Yeah. Um, Tarek Lamptey, I think it is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. like a, a good attacking option from from them. And I think the other side's what Webster is. It still Webster? I think plays on the other end. Byron Webster. Like mm. Still Lewis uh, Dunk. Yeah. Yeah, Lewis Dunk is still there. Yeah. Um, I think the interest, yeah. the interesting one from Brighton is now that Cucurella's gone, um, they actually play Trossard, who's a midfielder mm. in the game, but they mm. play him as a wing back. But he's a really high up wing, like he's basically playing almost as a left forward. Yeah. He's so high up the pitch. There you go. So Lindsay's like, on your Lindsay's saying the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And it does make you think as well. I mean, you're not going to have the problem with him if, even if he is playing as a defender that he'll be playing regularly, but he won't be conceding points. From goals, mm, exactly, so, exactly. You don't have to worry about that. And he's so high up the is. pitch, and he's the kind Whereas of side that can go on a streak of five or six games mm. and just completely explode. Haven't also about. Oh, go on, JP. I was going to say, if anyone goes to Libra, the interesting thing is he is he going to be getting a run of games for Arsenal, and it's not a bad start of a run of games up there. And I don't know in terms uh, of he's, is, yeah. is he still four and a half million. Yeah, yeah, we we uh, we kind of touched on this when you were uh, ah. your internet dropped out. But for me, he'll probably lose the position back to Ben White when White's uh, fully fit, and he's not got the goal threat. I think Andy said he's got one goal in eighty games. So if you're getting into the Arsenal defence, you may as well go for Gabriel or uh, Tommy Asu or whomever's playing on one of the wing positions. Oh, ye of little faith with your statistics. Is it <laughs> <laughs> time? 
We're going down an XG wormhole again, Joey. Do you know he says he just thinks twat it with me head. That's what he thinks. JP's a big eye test guy. He watches three seconds on match of the day. He's like, not for me, lads. I've seen I've seen all of Williams Saliba. It's certainly in highlight form this preseason. What more do I need to do? What more research? It's one of the things I always find. Let's Clandy Brastel up and ask him how he's doing week on week at Marseille. It's just one of the things I always see with um, people are always saying, oh, I test this and this, that, the other. It's just like, one, you're not a football scout, so you don't really know what you're looking at. Two, you, you only see what the broadcast is showing you. It's not like in, in the NFL, yeah. uh, on, I've got the NFL network, there's a thing called All 22, which is a camera, yeah. a spider picture above the pitch. It shows you every player in every position throughout the game. If you use that, yeah, perfectly. I can tell you where somebody is at all times and what they're doing. You don't get that in football. You get a hard cam from the main stand that moves about 10 degree that way and 10 degree that way. It doesn't show you 20 of the players, you know, it doesn't show you, you know, 10 players on this side and what they're doing. or 10, you know. So I, I, I'm not a big uh, eye test guy. Give me a heat map any day and uh, <laughs> some stats and I'll figure it out from there. Good lad. <laughs> based on, I don't know if it's stats, numbers, eye test, what are we all thinking, captaincy wise? I, I mean, it's it boils down to to the to, I mean, it's either Salah or Haaland, isn't it? Like, there's mm. a, there's no other shout, but yeah, if you want to go around the horn, who's who's going who? I'm thinking I'm, I'm leaning Salah right now, but mm, I don't mm. know. Maybe I should, maybe I should, uh, should uh, I don't know. Haaland looked a beast at me at the weekend, so maybe that's I've the got Haaland, Bournemouth. And it just Palace. I'm not sure if Liverpool are going to be exactly back on track, like in this game. That's like, you know, it'll be it's Monday it'll be as well, isn't it? Like it's a long, mm. it's a long wait. That like I feel like if you go, we go Salah. Like you're yeah. really just like you watch it all. Imagine Harlan kills it, and then you're just sitting there waiting till Monday night. Like yeah. I, I know yeah. that doesn't matter, but it is a horrible feeling, isn't it? It's because, the uh, it's the never bet on the early kickoff mantra, isn't it? It's just like yeah. you want your game to be three o'clock on a Saturday, yeah. and then you know that that's when the games take place, and that's when the three, energy's up. Three o'clock on a Saturday says to me, Harlan's giving someone a shoe in. Now, clearly, I've got it wrong, but that's the kind of general vibes that I get Although, from it. This week, Man, uh, Man City at home, there is a heat wave warning in Manchester. It's going to be 30 degrees. Monday, Liverpool, it's going to be a nice 18 degrees, probably by 8 p.m. at night. People will be playing in the weather. But then, I guess, you know, Salah's from uh, Egypt. He might prefer the hot weather. Mean, so yeah. then. <laughs> also, yeah. uh, Salah, <laughs> Salah has never scored. Or returned in game week two. Oh, always blanked, always blanked in game week two. Always, always scored in game week one. Always blanked in game I week two. I love that stat, Chris. Nice. That's just that. brilliant. That's, that's why they. Stat. That's why they pay me the big bucks. You're getting paid. Any anyone contrary near? Is everyone else? No, everyone? no. I've gone. Arlen captain. Sour vice captain. Yeah, mm. watching Haaland for the two goals was kind of like I've, I've like seen clips of him playing in the Champions League and for Dortmund and stuff. But it's just like the the pace that he had when he it's, got fouled yeah. for the penalty and the pace for the Couldn't second goal. You were just like, he's so quick. First movement, he'll score. He'll he'll destroy people like that. Um, the city, the second city goal, where it was like 
uh, a pass from the back to De Bruyne, and then De Bruyne just kind of like plays it into the space, and Haaland's onto it in two steps and puts it past the keeper. They'll score that twenty times this season. Like yeah. it's it's just unfair how quick and sudden that was. It's just like it was like bang, bang, bang. There's a space. There's a goal. Sitting her away, it, and it will happen yeah. more often because he's not. I think from what I saw, like the goals that he scored in the uh, Bundesliga, it's like the team draw are drawn onto him and then kind of play it into the space, and he runs over the top onto it. But the way that they'll they'll score at City will be like that, and he'll do it properly thirty times this year, won't he? Sigurds from Lindsay. Red Sky at night. Salah plays like shite. Red Sky first thing. Salah's doing his thing. Never heard that before. What it I mean, if I convince me, yeah, I'm going Haaland as well. Sound, yeah, fair thing. Mm. There you go. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's about... scary, Ronnie. So you've got to go with him. Sorry, James. Yeah, the thing with thirty degree heat is uh, all that says to me is tired defenders. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. And, and and they're running around the city. Will give Bournemouth like they're just they're just going to keep the ball. They have seventy yeah. percent possession. Bournemouth are going to chase him, chase him, chase him. They might even keep them blank till maybe fifty or sixty minutes, and then City will kill them. Yeah, the they could like, so, like matador him, couldn't they? They could just move yeah. around him if, for. If so anything, long. I think I think it makes him more likely to score. Mm. Any other uh, broad stroke thoughts on the on the week to come before we uh, have a quick look at the draft lead? Anything else? I wouldn't overlook uh, Jesus, I mean, against Leicester as uh, an option if you were uh, going differential as a captain. Again, as Salah is, just feels absolutely bizarre how it's been over the years. But uh, I mean, that's not a bad shout. And Jesus isn't terrible, but it, it has to be Harlan, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Think so. Think so. Think it's going to be a predictable all week, but you'll see. We'll see. Watch Kane bang a few in. It'll be uh, everyone yeah. who sold up a few in now. <laughs> <laughs> that's coming. Uh, yeah, the, the only transfer plan I was thinking going forward, I, I do like Kulu as far as uh, spares go. That might uh, yeah. be some money up for me if I, uh, if I if, go with that. Go that if way. I can roll a transfer, I think it might be that um, it depends on the Grealish the, situation, but it might be swapping Saka and Grealish for. Uh, Kulueski mm. and Martinelli, and then I've mm. probably got a bit more cash to play with elsewhere. I've um, got, yeah, I could see that happening. I've got Mount for that. Like for me, Mason Mount doesn't click even really this week. Him for Kulu seems to be the the kind of obvious one to go with. Mm. Um, and I think the other one we haven't talked about Mitrovic. Like that's one I, I can't with my team structure. I can't get to him, but that feels like a second forward that you will that will just sit in your team for the season yeah. and tick over. Like I think. I want to get yeah. on that before he goes up anymore. Well, from where my position is with uh, Jesus, it's an easy move down, regardless of how much he goes up, if it, if it needed to come to that. Just a random think... one. Which Premier League player do you think has the best FPL team? Oh, it's bloody arse in this early. <laughs> Alvin Phillips. Alvin Phillips, yeah, he's top of the Premier League players at the moment. Yeah, James and, Justin's uh... in there, isn't he? he, he Justin yeah. time. His team name. Yeah, he's uh, fifth on the. Uh, he's fifth. Uh, Bikayo Sako is fourth. Enketi uh, uh, is third. Well, uh, this is Adam Porter second, and Calvin Phillips is first. It's said with Saka though, it in under his name. It's under some, uh, you know. Yeah, some... he has a, a nom de plume that he uses when he uh, does these things. But yeah, if, uh, there's a good thread. Very fancy uh, for a lad from South London to be using. A <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there's I'm a mechanical uh, cut of his jib. I preferred it when he was, you know. <laughs> uh, there's an account at ffh underscore hq who's tracking these things, 
and they do a video uh, each week What's about Fancy which... Football Hub. Uh, is it Fancy Football Hub? It is, yes, yeah. Yeah, uh, all right. They leaked my password last year. But they I got you hacked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not well, yeah. their fault. You know. Uh, we know there's some uh, inter- James Madison's eighth on there and uh, Shane Duffy's sixth. So, yeah, some good stuff on there. Uh, mm-hmm. Calvin Phillips would be ahead of us all. He's got 77 points. So, mm-hmm. there you go. So, nice. one's keeper, 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 keeper that he has. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can give you his team if you want. Uh, go on. Let me just. Let's see, go. Uh, so, hang on. Let me just. Is this Calvin Phillips? I like that as well, yeah. This is Calvin Phillips, yeah. So, his uh, team is Martinez in goal, uh, Luca Dina, Zinchenko, Ben White, and Target, uh, Jack Grealish, Bailey, Son, Salah, Harlan, and Jesus. Mm. And then on the, bench, on the bench, he's got Ortega, who is Man City's reserve. So he's taking up a Man City slot with a reserve goalkeeper. That's weird. And Buemo, uh, Andreas, and. Uh, who's that last one? Hang on, the video, the video moved a bit further on. But yeah, it's a That's fairly standard team. I was looking at David Seaman, like he'd done a team and like it came up and it was like literally like every FPL content creator's team. Like, <laughs> even David Seaman is watching like Let's yeah. Look FPL and FPL Black Box and stuff. Yeah. I was watching um I was watching Sky. He wakes up every morning and just hears <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> I was watching uh, Sky Sport uh, Soccer Saturday on Sky Sports News and they all of the people all the panelists have got a team. And Micah Richards is like the most template. Like, you could, and he was even going, "Yeah, well, Jeff, you don't get many points from your strikers. You got to have your win backs. You can't be playing. Uh, who did he say, Dan Burn or Fabian Shaw or something?" And he's like, uh, "Well, wow. Shaw went on oh. to score, didn't he? And have to clean sheet." Uh, but yeah, it was quite. It's quite funny to see the uh, the panelists and the the sports teams get involved with the uh, with the FPL. Don't they have to run show on Sky Sports now? Yeah. yeah, actually, with some it's of the... It's slowly seeping in, like, to the... Oh, yeah, to the main well, Sky Sports have their own fantasy thing, I think, uh, I was Ben was say, saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean, but, yeah, yeah. It's quite popular. But they, but they, they were doing the FPL one, they weren't doing their own one. Yeah, oh, and even even on um, even on Sky Sports News, you know, on the ticker, the, the bar at the side, mm. it comes up, top midfielder points in FPL and yeah, top... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The transfer market where they were like, Oh, on fo- footy man, this guy's got 17 out of 20 passing, but they don't know who this guy is, and stuff like that. <laughs> it is, I mean, they, they they did experiment obviously with bringing in football manager ratings on Sky mm. Sports News, mm. but it appears to have just gone pure FPL for this, which is probably a, a, a safer bet as well. But the oh. idea of us never accusing Paul Merson of being pure IWC. Uh, it's something that seems like <laughs> a madman's dreams, isn't it? Like Merson at the lowest points in his career was secretly getting in some all Japan tapes on the sides when it was on the co- <laughs> when, it, when it was all cokes and coke and dog racing. Yeah, <laughs> in the ones that go in the first yeah. still. Yeah. Uh, well, did you have something then, Jamesy? Before we uh, have a quick look at the uh, the drafts. We'll try and keep it under two hours. We'll try not to go full grapple. Uh, no, 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 no. We're great. Oh, good stuff. Well, we'll uh, we'll have a look at the uh, the draft uh, league. Uh, we've got uh, for, uh, for the opening week's fixtures. I lost <laughs> the grapple, Gareth. Rough week. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm still good to the belt. I still can't believe I uh, I I mean 
why did I think Deli Ali was going to do anything forever? And he never does anything forever, and that was a, a big, <laughs> uh, big mistake for me bringing uh, bringing him in last uh, last second. Yeah, Andy, uh, you uh, you battered Connor Matty, uh, slight losing oh, effort to, uh, oh, to Jordan by the uh, to Timo Werner. That yeah, I don't yeah, like Jordan yeah. getting off to a good start. You get him going, he's a machine. <laughs> <laughs> and um. He, he was rough last year in the draft, so I'm hoping he uh, he steps nah. it up this year. Uh, Eddie losing to uh, to Chris Elliott, JP, uh, you lost to uh, to, to Chris there. Uh, I was surprised it was only 11 points. I'd, I'd lads didn't play in that one, but yeah. <laughs> uh, and James, yeah, you uh, you smashed uh, Will Cooling. So uh, solid start for you, mate. Oh yeah, I wouldn't say smashed. Now there was there was a point there where he had me worried because I was about 10 points ahead of him. But like I had one left to play and he had about six left to play. But um, mm. thankfully, I think some of his players, and let's look at his team there, some of his players. Yeah, he had Bernardo. <laughs> and I was thinking, God, if Bernardo can, can get a lot of points. Um, but sure, Bernardo didn't start. And then he had Ronaldo who didn't start. So, yeah, it was okay in the end. Like, But, um, yeah, happy enough. Solid start. Um, it's like looking at the scores, we, we, we were all mostly, apart from Andy. Jesus, Andy put up a serious score. Um, we were all around the kind of, 30, 40 point mark, which kind of indicates mm. a lot of, and I think it's, I think it's going to be a lot of close games this year with, with the mm. way the point scoring looks. Mm. That's it. I mean, I'm rock bottom, and I didn't even think I did that badly. You know, 28 points, I was all right with it. Mm. I could have, like Gareth, I have noted this. You know, just to, just as my like ten technical points he of the people who won this week he is bottom um with 36 <laughs> so just... more reason than i actually the court him it's his birthday yeah. so kick him <laughs> get that up sorted god get to work um, no, uh... <laughs> that was a killer for me to uh to lose to uh to gareth in, in, in week one but yeah it is the benefit of uh of getting first in the in the transactions list as far as uh bringing players in so it is pro- probably Pascal Gross time for me, it's pretty slim pickings in those uh in that free agent pool. I think having a twelve team league is definitely a uh, it's a challenge, but I think it I, I wouldn't go less either. I think I, I like the balance that like yeah, our teams have got. Good, yeah. you know? but, but you've got to think ben, Benno that I was eleventh pick. Mm. Wow. Yeah, yeah so but yeah, how how lucky were I with this team? It's like the Arsenal Spines, Inchenko, Saka and Martinelli. Bloody hell, I got lucky with that. Martin, Martinez and Rashford are due for getting booted out of my team anyway. So, um, <laughs> Joe, Joe Linton. Joe Linton, yeah. We all slagged him off and look at him. Yeah, he got an assist in. Um, Harrison, uh, who's in my main team as well, obviously, Dan Byrne. Um, I'm looking at Rich Allison's back this week, so he might be, you know, playing a few games. Um, yeah, it's generally just, I think, Martinez I'm looking to get shut of and maybe Rashford, but it just depends how everything falls with, you know, the waivers and free agents and what have you. But, yeah, he's gone yeah. yeah, no, I'll, I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take that. I'll take that. 64 points. It's a good, uh, good opening stuff. It just got to keep opening like uh, Arsenal just continue... Great form. Any, anyone want to make an offer while we're uh, while we're on stream? Anyone got a uh, transfer? It never happens, does it? In these draft, like I love no. the. No. I often pick up like free agents, but we don't get many like legitimate mm. trades, do we? I'm much more of a uh, work in the depth of the uh, the free agency pool. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> trade trades are difficult because it has to be position for position mm. and that sort of stuff. Yeah. So it kind of 
You can't have five play, yeah. players for De Bruyne or something, can you? Think, you can't be like, oh yeah, you can yeah. have my entire defense if I can have KDB type. Yeah, and then you could pick yeah. people up off the wire or something. I think you know that might make it easier. But... That, that's the thing you're not getting rid of your name. Like me last season, I had Lukaku for a long time. You're just not getting rid of your name players just in case they. I picked him up at the end. He scored a couple of goals yeah. one week. Yes, that was that. On the old. But it's. I think the issue is it's something a point bringing up on earlier on about it's. It's where who are those players with the sort of cheap price points at Leeds, at Southampton, at Brent, you know Brentford, mm-hmm. Fulham, who are going to be able, who are going to be getting enough basically goals and goals and assists. Yeah, and those that slip through the cracks and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's it's getting in on there first of all because that's what happened last year, and then as soon as you've got them in the squad and you know they're playing on a weekly basis, then you're. Yeah, like, sometimes you have a great idea and then you're like, oh, nobody ever thought of this. And yeah. then <laughs> you look at the people that have gone for the transactions and you're like, I was could, fourth for that. Everyone went through, yeah. It could yeah. be an injury on <laughs> September 1st and all of a sudden there's a new first team regular at a reasonably big mm. club and they're going to have to make do with them until at the yeah. end of the World Cup. Yeah, well, let's see who's available. I'll, uh, so yeah, Gross is uh, as far as like the rank players. Shaw, Kelly, <laughs> um, Sessignon, maybe. I think Sessignon is good. Kiefer Moore. If you're looking still... for a striker, Kiefer Moore at Bournemouth. Mm. There's not many of them around. Oh, Wang, Wang for Wang. Wolves. Yeah, I was going to say a midfielder as well. I'd also say yeah. Almiron. I know this is the, one of the things that's been tipped is, is that Almiron's going to have finally that good goal scoring year. But there's just something about the Newcastle. I think the idea of him not having the pressure on him being considered like a goal scorer and more of a sort of like a like a wide attacking midfielder, I think that's going to, you know, hit between him and Willock, they started the first game of the year. They they won Newcastle. You can just see them being kind of happy with that. Just looking at the fixtures uh, for coming up. So me and Jamesy, we're going, uh, no. going to battle this oh, week, mate. Looking forward to that. I need to, no. I need to bounce back after that, uh, that week one. Will and JP... Uh, Christian against Eddie Roberts, uh, Chris Elliott, Matty, Jordan versus Andy Ogden, and, uh, and Connor versus uh, versus Gareth there. So, yeah. Uh, all to play for, lads. You know, I think we all play each other four times. Nice. Don't we have the 12 teams? I like that as well. Feels like a, a bit more uh, realistic. Like I like him. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, and I've, I've, been, I've been in leagues before where you do like the, you know, the knockouts at the end of the year where it's like the top mm. four then play off against each other. We haven't got that selected, but maybe we'll... Uh, Maybe we'll do that next year. Maybe that'll uh, add an extra king to things. Marathon, not a sprint, lads. That's all I'll be saying about these placements. Ben, oh, there's another like draft league I'm in where it's just like done on points only, not just like, you know, head to head. Yeah, we could have done that, yeah. I mean, because that's the thing last year, wasn't it? Like, there were people with like massive points who just lost their individual matches week to week in it. It is a bit random. That makes it a bit more interesting. Yeah. yeah, I do. I, I prefer this. I think because I every every week you're you, it, it, it in the close matches, it'll come down to something silly. Like you'll you'll have a player on the pitch and he'll get a yellow card in the last game of the weekend that it'll cost you. Like, and if you're watching your draft match closely, it can actually make it really entertaining. <laughs> See, I'm looking yeah. at your team, Jamesy, thinking, is there anything tactically I can do? But there isn't really. I don't know if it's different. Is it different to NFL? Big, where you can, big like... beast up front, isn't he? <laughs> That's what he can asked. you can hats. you defend against the team you're playing against, or attack them in any way with your selection, or is it just as random as this? Uh, it's the same sort of thing. You kind of got to target specific games, I guess, mm. for specific players and that sort of thing. 
Um, I, I think it probably swings a bit more wildly in NFL because certain like schemes will work better against certain defenses as opposed to football being fairly, uh, you know, the, the, the swings are kind of smaller sort of thing. Like it, when a team blows out a team in NFL, it's usually by a monstrous score because, you know, there's a huge gap in quality and sort of thing. But the Premier League's at such a level now that you don't really get Massive uh, teams just being destroyed. I suppose Norwich maybe a little bit last year, but even still, it's not as bad as it is on on this because uh, the the point scoring system in NFL is wildly different to uh, to FPL as well. But yes, um, uh, I think. I mean, looking at my team, I'm pretty happy with that going into the game with Eddie. So we'll see. Let's see what changes. I think we make it. My issue. My- I was going to say the issue I've got in my fantasy team is Diego Jota's injured until the end of August. Mm. So I'm kind mm. of having to make do with Antonio and Ketia up front, but I've just gone with a five-man defence just for the mm. time being, just because I think in draft in many ways, like trying to go for those big kind of points, you just want that steady accumulation. Players who play and are just accumulating kind of like points on yeah. the reg. Yeah. I, I, my- I David De Gea and Saar as my two keepers. Saar is the starter. I'll just say that <laughs> the time being. My my big issue with uh, my team is like the guys that only have specific times that they'd score points all kind of scored first week. So like Eric Dyer scored a goal. Mm. He scores like one goal every year. Jorginho took a penalty first week and Poden scored. So they're not I'm not expecting any of them to get a return for the next. So I now need Bruno or Odegaard to re- have a return to make the team respectable in that sort of bit. And then I've got Jesus, who I'd expect to score, and Havertz, who might get one. And then Neto, who may or not be on the market, if anybody's in, in interested <laughs> in a midfield okay. uh, IWC change for Mr. Juba. I'll pick up Doosbury Hall on the waiver wire. <laughs> and we'll, uh, we'll talk, we'll you're getting rid of Steve Williams in 1992 out of WCW. <laughs> this is shocking. <laughs> I think he's more like a Brad Armstrong, to be honest. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. How, I mean, I might keep him for like this home game. Kicking against out Holland, Kawada, but... you're not going to make it. I'm going with Cyrus. <laughs> one or the other. Don't need both of you here. But yeah, we'll see. They've got, they've got four well, at home this week, so then we'll see where it goes. I was going to say on that quick note while we're uh, looking at league tables, just a quick look at the uh, the overall grapple league in, uh, in FPL. Yeah. They're currently sitting top, Stephen. Cavadino? Don't know. Yeah, I know him. I know him. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Nice lads. Okay, perfect. There you go. Uh, David Lloyd, who I do know, is uh, second, not the gym. Um, Simon Gunn. I was going to uh, say, he's doing well for himself, David. That gym business has really kicked on. <laughs> well, there's Raph number six. I recognise him. Don Bell. Um, Connor Beck. Uh, oh. Doing well as well. Uh, where's your... Is, uh, Pat Hulan, is that your brother or your oh, son? Yeah. That's my brother. <laughs> my brother and my son are doing better than me. Where is like, he? I'm not... Yeah, the the son is the, the son of a good week as well. If you go down a little bit, I don't know if he's. Oh, there's Tommy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, he did. He had to change, and the name last year was frankly offensive, and he ended up banned. Yeah, that's a that family <laughs> league. The family league between me, my brother, my sister, and my son is like, oh, it's it's horrible. Like, I don't like this at all. I don't like the boy starting off at a good sign. Like, losing to the brother is one thing, but losing to the boy is just a different level of this. I can't can't be handling that. 
So I'm just going to stitch up his team at a moment's notice as soon as he leaves the room with his phone unlocked. <laughs> he wants to play big boy games, then we're going to play big boy tactics. That's what we're going You're to as do. bad as those Hungarian hackers. <laughs> Some ways, from a moral perspective, I could understand their point. Just think of them as anarch- think of them as Luther Blissett style anarchists in the nineties in in Italy, tearing up the place. But it's you know meant to be sort of anarchist politics. That's what they did to Benno and Andy last year. I'll oh, shut up now. So I'm just trying to scroll, lads. Past thirty, I can't see anyone else's team other than mine. So sorry, lads. Well, have... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Martin's on the screen though. Rob is uh, usually yeah. very good at this. Is uh, is up there as well? But uh, it's early days in it, lads. You know, lots to uh, marathon. Lots to play. You were top at one point, Andy, this weekend. Sorry, you were top at one point this weekend, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Um, yeah, after the first after the first game, and then he just all went to shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Rian brought up a point about great names. I've just seen that one there. Sesk people, Lynn, to use a quote from the first season of Iron Man and Partridge as a, as a quote right here. That is exceptional. Oh, Vienna. <laughs> there as well. And that's just on this page. What was the other one we spotted <laughs> the other night in the chat? Taking up DRs. Taking up DRs. But there was another one as well. There was actually two of them. Um, what was it? Oh, Kinder and Bueno. Oh, Kinder 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 Kinder. Kinder. I've got to throw some love on um, Martial Law as well. With, uh, is it Sammy Fat? Was that his name? The the dude yeah. that was uh, on that? That was a good TV oh, show back really, in the day. Yeah. Bravo. Who went yeah. on to play? It's a good one. Yeah, I like Carl's name. As much as I hate to give Carl any credit. Yeah. There's one here that's just got from Mike Hansen of Tesco Carabags. Like, and I think that's genuinely. <laughs> That's Frankly, Mike, you need to be working on the space project. You're wasted. <laughs> if that's what your mind's coming up with in its sparest of spare time, as you're killing time at work on a Friday, then yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the lead code is there. Way, still... Darren, that is awesome. it's just brilliant. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, we still got uh, the lead code is still open if people want to join. Scrolling across the bottom and uh, on the screen there, WWQ7LG, and we'll uh, we'll leave that open. People can uh, can join uh, any time. But yeah, I think that's uh, about it, lads. Unless uh, anyone has any other uh, FPL rated nonsense they want to mention. Very professional setup, Benno. I, I feel yeah. like I'm on a, I'm on a proper FPL show with it with the scrolling <laughs> oh, and everything not. like that. <laughs> <laughs> very, very nice, very good. No Japanese <laughs> names to read out is. Uh... <laughs> oh you killed me that JF honest to God. Go back and listen to that, that. you'll uh, you'll die. <laughs> Hope you got the right go well, victory card up. I didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the answer. Oh to that. dear. Oh dear. I'll save oh, it for Matty be- on Monday. Definitely. We'll get Matty on this one week as well. We'll uh, like I say we'll uh, oh, yeah. bear you up, get some other lads from the, uh, the league on as well. But yeah, this was fun, lads. Do it again next week, do you reckon? Definitely. Definitely. Certainly. Brilliant. Brilliant. Great crack. Great stuff. Good stuff. Anything else we need to say, JP, before we go? No. Other than... Bye. Download the FPL app. No. <laughs> 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 we'll see on the website. <laughs> no, nice one, everyone. Obviously, uh, yeah, this was uh, on Switch, but we did... Uh, dual stream it on YouTube. I'm basically going to have it on the YouTube until people start complaining that there's FPL content on the uh, on the Grapple YouTube, but we'll uh, we'll keep that going. There'll probably be an audio version of uh, of this going out as well. Um, so I was just say, Lindsay can't have Zoomers cats. 
but I can have Dr. Oliver Skipman. Like, that's perfectly <laughs> acceptable. What was your one last year? Um, Fred and Taribo West. West. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tempted to go back to it, to be honest with you. I was tempted at one point to to uh, Photoshop Tariba West's face onto Rosemary West's body in that famous photo of them two like that. I also tried to get Jim Smallman's face onto Fred West's body at one point as well. Another story for another podcast. If you're a football or FPL fan, listen to this. You don't need to do Jim Smallman. He's just a con to sports last time. He's your mate. He's a sellout. <laughs> you go. Got that in. On brand, as always. But no, thank you everyone for, uh, for tuning in. There'll be uh, more of this uh, coming from us each week. But yeah, other than that, thanks everyone. We'll catch you again next Thursday night. Bye. 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 Bye.